I don't care if you've been gatekeeping anime all night if you up smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy, coming to you live direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit on my left. What was Ninja in the world over Ninja? <sighs> Sometimes you just gotta set a motherfucker on fire. God damn! On my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choking people out on the threes and fours, Kronos. I got no love for dead, racist, sexist, opioid addicts. Fuck them. Mm-mm-mm. Last and not least, we got your boy Blue. First, I used to sound like crap. But now I sound sexy as hell. <laughs> Blue, you've been killing it with your intros, goddammit. You, you set these up well. Goddamn. Hope that worked. I wasn't sure if that was going to work or it not. It did work. It did. It did. Very smooth, motherfucker. All yeah, right, Kronos, you my, got my, my old ass mic and my new one. Kronos, <laughs> <laughs> you got some stats for us, goddammit. That I do. Uh, thank you to XX Pro Reaps. XX, Jesus Christ, you got like a <laughs> 1980s username, but it's all good because I was around the 19, not 1980s, 1990s, because I was around the 1990s, because I'm, I'm old as fuck. Hopefully you are too, I'm, I'm not just making fun of you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> first in the chat would be Mile High Blurred, what's going on fam, Longtime listener and viewer, thank you for being here. How the fuck, yeah, Mm-mm-mm. this is going to be interesting. I gotta go. I gotta oh, go for all this shit. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you, Mahai Blur, for the super chat. Oh, was that a ring? Yeah. I heard. A, I heard a chime. Yeah, oh, when you when you hear that chime, I mean somebody gave us some motherfucking money. So thank you. Holy <laughs> shit! I love that. I heard a chime. I heard a chime and a beat drop. So I was like, "What is this?" I love it. Thank you. We're thankful. Yeah, I, I can hear. On. I hear background music, which is kind of good. I do now, but <clears throat> before I didn't. It's all good. Uh, Old Ninja, you usually pour out some type of malt, malt beverage. What are you pouring out, and for whom did it this week? Um, <laughs> my malt beverage, I'm keeping to myself this week. I mean, <laughs> I, heard Rush, I heard Rush Limbaugh die, but I mean, that's about it. Fuck I don't know what say what say what say y'all. Uh, y'all hear about something? Yeah, I, I heard about him. I mean, rotten, rotten hell, man. Like. <laughs> Look, we're talking about Rushy. Yeah, look, most people don't like, I get it, you know, someone just passed. Most people like to speak good things or very neutral things about people. This motherfucker made his living off of just promoting all types of hatred. To anybody who was not white, male, conservative, straight, like... You got fucking hatred from him since the fucking 80s, goddammit. Like, over 40-plus years. Um, yeah. Just to be really, really clear. and I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been posting out, uh, tweeting See? and Facebooking all types of heat against him because there's receipts. He was reco- he recorded, you know, all of this. He got direct quotes from his ass. Michael J. Fox, AIDS victims. Uh-huh. Uh, NAACP, Nelson Mandela. Uh, the Jewish community, Donovan McNabb, NBA players, uh, all black, pretty much all black athletes, all, Mexican Americans, Native Americans, the list goes fucking on and on. This guy was a true racist piece of shit scumbag, but also won the uh, the Medal of Freedom <laughs> like a year or so ago. From um, another, another racist. racist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So 
anybody feeling some type of way or some sympathy or whatever, fuck them. And, and let me be real clear on one other thing, too. You know, because there are some who will say, uh, well, you know, he had a family and all that. That family ate really well for decades and decades and decades off of him promoting his hate. So, yes. and they didn't have any problem with it either. So, in a lot of ways, fuck his family, too. I'm, I'm going again on everybody involved with Rush Limbaugh. Fuck them all. Um, he literally wanted to use his fame and money to take down all types of people. I already went through the list, but all types of people that he didn't fucking like. Some of whom didn't have anything fucking uh, a, 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 against him in general prior to them, uh, of them getting flamed on. Just people minding their own business and getting shit upon for, you know, being gay, uh, being part of a minority group, being a woman, any other thing. Or just living their lives and doing their thing. So, fuck him. Rotten hell. Yeah, so, honestly, this, uh, this, is the first, uh, this is the first R.I.H. we've had for people. Rotten hell. Y'all <laughs> know me, usually when we have, you know, Old Ninja will bring up somebody, I'm like, mm, that person's kind of a piece of shit. I don't have nothing nice to say about him. But in this person's... Uh, you know, death. I will make an exception. Fuck him. <laughs> like seriously, fuck that dude. I don't. I don't. I don't feel bad about the way he died. I, he lived a, a terrible life that was based upon you know preying on the fears of others. You know, Prodigy already brought it up. He disparaged uh, minorities and women and all these other people just to make a dollar. That is not the way that a human being should ever um, conduct themselves in life. And the fact that he was rewarded for it in both monetarily and through the fucking president is disgusting uh i don't know fuck him i mean that's honestly i hope he hope he rots in hell because like he people right now that are saying that oh you know he's such a great american if that's your version of a great america then fuck america too seriously he is not a great american he was a fucking piece of garbage that promoted hatred in his entire goddamn career and we have receipts you can play the fucking audios where he made fun of Mm -hmm. um Michael J. Fox, a white guy, for having Parkinson's and saying that he was playing it up for a video. But, I mean, the guy had... He was all fucked up. I mean, Michael J. Fox... The thing is that when he's not speaking, if you watch him, he usually doesn't doesn't have that many symptoms. But when he starts speaking, you can tell it's difficult for him to, first of all, speak, and then, second of all, stay still, because he has fucking Parkinson's. You know what I mean? And and the guy, he had to issue an apology, but he was so flippant about... Michael J. F- and, he, and Michael J. Fox, he was making a video to try and raise money for um, for, Parkinson's. for Parkinson's. So it's like, yeah. God damn, man, are you are you fucking serious? And th- this is just even beyond the shit that he said against like um, black people that are that are athletes, calling them thugs, talking about how if you watch the NFL now, it's you're watching gang members do all this shit, and they're they're all you know bloods and crips. It's like, get the fuck out of here, you piece of shit. You know what I mean? So fuck everybody that thinks that he was a good person. You, it, your morality is in serious fucking question. Just to really quickly give a sh- uh, like some props, I appreciated the fact that uh, ESPN uh, fired his ass when he was going off on his racist shit yeah. way back in the uh, mid-2000s. Um, I think it was a- after the, the ugly shit he was saying about Donovan McNabb. Now, again, it, was, it was literally the next day yeah, after what now, he said about You McNabb. don't have to like every single athlete. I get that. And there's going to be fair criticism. I listen to some sports talk from time to time and ESPN. There's going to be some fair criticism of certain quarterbacks or athletes and whatnot. But when you make it a racial thing against uh, a quarterback, you know, <laughs> for no fucking reason. Not a big dad didn't have shit to say about Rush Limbaugh. You know, he just came out of the pocket because he didn't like the guy because he was black. 
and, and doing well at his job. That's it. You know, fucked up as shit all the way around. Um, and like I said, you know, I don't have sympathy for people in his circle who condoned it, family that condoned it. Like, all of this is foul, foul fucking shit. It shouldn't be allowed. Um, you know, nobody should should have supported it. The sponsors for 40 plus years supported it. Mm-hmm. He had plenty of people, uh, corporations, uh, investing in, advertising on his show and whatnot. They had no problem with it. It made them money. It made him money. And these are people, is millions and millions of followers, who believe this shit. Literally, inferiority of someone for uh, being gay, being black, being Mexican. Awful fucking Nazi-ass bullshit. Fuck them. Uh, I like how he called, like, black people, like, you know, super druggies and this and that. And this motherfucker was fucking addicted to drugs for, like, multiple years. He was. Until he finally came clean and said, oh, I'm addicted to fucking painkillers and blah, blah, blah. Makes me with that bullshit. You're another fucking druggie like everybody else that you claim is a druggie. Yeah, and he said, and, he, and, and even more specific, even more racist shit is when he was talking about Asians and he'd be like, oh, ching chong, ching chong, ching. Motherfucker, are you serious? Yep. And then also when he was arguing with some uh, black woman on the phone, he told her to take the bone out of her nose. Like, mm-hmm. that's the kind of shit he would say on air and then people are just clapping for it. Fuck of all course. you. Fuck all you people. Yeah. Goddamn. Um, <laughs> did y'all... Did you... I did not know... That this existed but um i guess on his show he um opened one of his shows with a song that said barack the magic negro yeah yeah on I heard one about of his that. shows and so i didn't know but there's a woman um she was uh on some cable news network i don't even know i think it was i, I it might have been british but the look on her face as she has to introduce this she was just like like just drained she's like i can't believe that i'm saying this but you know rush limbaugh has this and they played the song like on air yeah. where this dude within his like guitar or, it sounds like a banjo but about this was like you know, this is like the shit. opposite was... the song was the opposite of dick Wright and obama that was on fucking boom dogs yeah. <laughs> that shit was hilarious these, these, these things have, yeah that was funny yeah. Um, yeah. but these, these these things have consequences too some people already unhinged here's some bullshit like this at the wrong time in their fucking lives and start committing fucking acts of violence you know or, or get radicalized and think it's fucking cool to shoot up a black church or a gay club or whatever the fuck it is you know what i mean like you you are making a verbal soundtrack to hate crimes like full you know full stop that's the bullshit this this man was doing so um yeah, I, we've I posted plenty of the receipts. They're all over the internet. You know, there's people uh, in a lot of ways virtually spitting on his grave, and you know that kind of pettiness is what happens when you have someone who's truly fucked up and evil. And I'll give one more historical context. Like, look, um, when Mussolini died, <laughs> that motherfucker got uh, mutilated, and his body was uh, all over Italy and whatnot. And obviously. For people who know history and whatnot, Mussolini was actually uh, the one who taught Hitler how to be a, a fascist dictator. Um, Italy did not give a fuck when they finally caught up with that motherfucker and uh, killed it, killed him. I'm obviously not seeing that level of actual, you know, desecration of the human body at all. But at the same time, people are going to revel in your death if you're an evil, fucked up person. 
Yeah, I mean, I well, it is. That was the thing when people talk about, you know, America and the systematic racism issues. It's like, listen, we had a person that was clearly a racist, a misogynist. You know, he didn't he didn't give a shit about people that didn't look like him, and he was actively promoted, you know, on on national airways for multiple years. And at the same time, he's going to talk about I don't believe in white privilege, motherfucker. You literally embody it. <laughs> Seriously, you literally embody it. Like, like you're sitting up there at the at the highest levels of entertainment, having your own fucking show, and peddling racist, sexist bullshit to your audience, and people are clapping to you. And you're gonna talk about I don't believe in fucking white. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. He and there's a, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who take this information and, and they fucking run with it. Like you know, right now we're seeing an uptick in violence with uh, with our Asian community. They're being attacked, and yep. what's so yep. crazy is like you know, I thought they were being because it's almost you know it's Chinese New Year's, and so you know a lot of people have like little red cars on them. But people are being attacked just because they're they're Asian, and people think that they they have the coronavirus. It's still fucking stupid. We're almost a year into this, and people are still attacking Asian people because they think they have the coronavirus. Specifically here in the Bay Area, That's, and obviously you know yeah. you could be listening from everywhere, anywhere, but San Francisco, who which has a you know. A huge Asian American community, Chinese, Japanese, etc., um, and has for like well over a hundred years. And then, of course, even Oakland as well. And these, a lot of these are on video; they're in broad daylight. And what's even more disturbing than the fact that they're they're actually fucking hate crimes is they're against elderly people. Like, what yeah. kind of piece of shit are you to push down uh, and literally kill some? You know, because obviously older people are fragile. You push some ninety-year-old man down to the curb. He might have uh, he might die in the hospital the next day or something and that's what has happened but if, if you're this cowardly like chrono said you're just you you don't belong in a functional society and i hope they catch these fucking bastards and we all need to like team up together because this this shit has to fucking stop yeah it does yeah i totally agree like honestly um if it wasn't for the coronavirus i would volunteer to to like walk them these elderly asian people asian people somewhere um because they they need to be protected and i think that it's disgusting that you know, especially in the Bay Area that we have this race. And it's not even just, like, obviously we didn't bring up the races of people that were committing these crimes, but it's not just white people that are doing this. And that's yeah, basically even more fucking disgusting. But these people need to be, be protected. We would not... The Bay Area would not be the Bay Area without Asians. Like, it literally would not. Like, without, uh, you know, people that are, you know, Southeast Asian or Asia in general. Like, we didn't have Indians mm -hmm. or, you know, traditionally looking Asians. I don't want to say the, the, the O word, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Like without them, this place would not exist in the in the way that we have it right now, and the fact that these racist motherfuckers want to believe the hype about the the China virus when these are American citizens here, even if they weren't American citizens, they're still human beings that are living here. They didn't fucking create some goddamn virus that wiped out these people. You know what I mean? Like they didn't do shit. They're just trying to live their goddamn lives just like you, but you believe in racist nonsense and you decide to assault people. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Blind. The other thing is think would blindside these motherfuckers like you know they're not even yeah. looking at you you're coming from behind and pushing down an elderly woman yeah who the fuck does that like the whole the whole thing i thought it was like you know because i thought they were gonna rob them or anything but no they just fucking push them over and just keep on walking it's like why like what was the fucking point like there's there's no rhyme or reason for this to fucking happen it's insane yeah. it's stupid it's crazy stupid yeah and and a shout out uh there's been a few um Asian American 
actors I've heard that, oh, have, yeah. that have been speaking out of the, I can't remember his name. What's the guy from Lost actual It's like, like Daniel, real name? That, that, uh, that handsome ass motherfucker? That dude's handsome as fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's too goddamn Dan good Dan. looking. That's what it is. <laughs> he's also on Hawaii Five O, so it's yeah. Day Kim. And uh also I believe BD Wong has said some stuff as well. Good. And he's from the Bay. Yeah. So BD Wong can do no wrong. That, that, that guy's so yeah, pretty awesome. much. Oh, uh, speaking of which, we'll talk about it later on, but he's in a new project, so. Ooh, I was going to say, uh, Rush Limbaugh would hate the fuck out of B.D. Wong. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you know what B.D. Wong should do? Playing a gay character? This is what B.D. Wong should B.D. Wong should dress up like the character, in, uh, and he's dressed up as White Rose, like straight-up cross-dress, and then piss uh, on his grave. Mm. Piss on the I'm grave. just saying. God dang. <laughs> I would, Squat piss. He should record that shit. I would, I would pay money to see that shit. <laughs> My wow. jaw was on the floor watching that episode. Yeah. I, I'll never get over him pissing on that grave and the white pants. I'm like, bruh. bruh. Yeah. I, I need somebody. I need somebody to make that into a meme. Somebody needs to take that clip from the Moo Show and yeah. just put Rush Limbaugh's name on there, and then just have BD Wan pissing on. Oh, that's all bad. Oh, uh, Internet, God. Twitter, Reddit, make that shit happen. Holy shit. Um, um I was gonna say, go uh, did y'all see that the uh, there's a comment? more comment that uh Rich Limbaugh made about mugshots how like all of these mugshots look like the Reverend Jesse Jackson yeah and like like I don't even know if he had like backlash from it but like the thing is is that I've seen two things that I've noticed today is that one he had millions of followers millions mm -hmm. of people that tuned in and then there was this debate on Twitter on who was a more um I guess I guess the radio host that had more followers or that was more of a shock jock as they used to call them was it howard stern or rush limbaugh and i was like well because people were bringing up receipts about what howard stern used to say versus what um, rush limbaugh continued to say yeah i will say this um and i'm someone who used to full disclosure listen to howard back in the day and sure. whatnot um uh, you know some some of his stuff, of course, went over the over the top. Um, I think his was much more of a comedic show, and some things landed, some things didn't, uh, than a an attempt to like <laughs> basically in, inspire some racial hatred per se. But receipts are receipts. If you got receipts, then you know I, I'm not going to defend everything that Howard Howard Stern said or did. I'm not. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I never was into Howard Stern. I could never get into right. his show. You gotta watch uh, Private Parts. I wasn't into Howard Stern until Private Parts came out, and I was like, "Oh, I was not." Movie. Private Parts, the thing that turned me away from him. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I, I love saw Private Parts. I even tried to listen to him. <laughs> that Fart Man stuff got me. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Peter just uh, freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. There's uh one other like before we take. I mean, obviously we got some nerd shit to get into, but um. There's some real shit going on in this country, man. Like Texas and plenty of the Great Plains and whatnot, they don't have power. And there is a <laughs> terrible, uh, I, I don't know if you call it a blizzard, snowstorm. You know, I'm from California. Maybe I'm not using the wrong terms, but it's really, really fucking cold. Like, <laughs> like I, you know, and... I feel like, I feel like um, you should have said something like that. I, I feel like you were gonna be like the uh, the the black dude, the black weatherman <laughs> on uh, a Family Guy. It's gonna snow. 
<laughs> exactly. That's all I got. I mean, like, I, you know. It's been sideways. Yeah, no, you know, yeah, I can't me, tell Fahrenheit piggy, Celsius. I will piggyback I, here's on Here's the thing. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just want to be real clear because, you know, <laughs> yes, I was insensitive with Rush Limbaugh for good reason. I feel for these fellow Americans fucking suffering, man. This is not cool. People without power in sub-zero temperatures, no heat, mm-hmm. um, you know, you see icicles from the ceiling fans, people burning stuff in their in, in their fucking living room and, and, and sleeping in their cars, babies and whatnot. This is all fucking bad, and some people have already fucking died from this. This is no fucking joke at all. Um, we'll get into it later on, but you know, I got some heat for some politicians down oh, we, there. We could talk about but it now. The people, I want, I want nothing but help and um, and relief for them. And my heart goes out to them. I, I hope we can do what we can to help. Yeah, I have the, the same sentiment. I mean, you know, there's people we, for some reason in America, like we talk shit about different states. But listen, when it comes to like life and death shit, like it's just not fucking funny, man. So I saw a lot of people like on, on Facebook and stuff like making fun of. You know Texas and shit like that, but listen, Texas is not designed traditionally to to deal with these sorts of issues. Even though they had warning signs, which we'll get into a little bit later, they had warning signs of this shit coming. And I, I was actually there for one of them, the last one that happened. It was like over ten years ago, where it iced over. Um, but for them to like sit there and backtrack and talk about how it's uh, green energy's problem, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But it's just like these people are in some serious trouble, and their actual uh, local and state government needs need to help them and they need to do a better job with like getting the power back on and not trying to to circumvent the blame like fuck the blame all right you need to help your goddamn constituents and the, the people that elected you into power and not just sit there and, and do sit on your hands and be like oh we can't do anything you know we're gonna blame some other bullshit it's like no these you've you've all been in power for a long time you fucked up take responsibility and help your dying citizens. Like there's people that literally have no water and no power and sub-zero temperatures in homes that are not designed for sub-zero temperatures. Like at all. There's no fucking basements. Yep. They got they don't have fucking uh, double windows. They don't they have large, you know, open windows. Um, it's not double insulated. Like when it gets sub-zero in Texas, it you know, it's gonna be cold as fuck inside your house. So help your fucking people and don't sit, sit up there and make excuses and, and, and definitely don't talk shit and say that, you know, it's not the government's um, problem. It's not up to them to help the people. Yes, it is. Motherfucker, we pay taxes for you to help us. You are literally, that's what we, part of what we pay you for as the government is to make our society better and we give you a pool of money to improve upon our infrastructure, build infrastructure and maintain the infrastructure. When you don't do either any of those things, and then you bitch about it afterwards and be like, "That's not what we're here for." Yes, the fuck it is. That's a, that's a social contract that every goddamn American American knows, and that's why we accept paying taxes because we assume that when we pay these taxes, that you're gonna uphold your side of the social contract and uphold these these um, basic needs of people. But when you don't do that, and then you try to make fun of your own constituents, fuck you. Like you should you should have never been in power. You don't understand how the fuck government works at all on a basic level like wh- where do you think yes. tax money is supposed to go to is it supposed to go to just in your fucking pocket no it's supposed to go to fucking roads paying for fucking infrastructure all this other shit you know re- uh, regulation but you know don't don't mess with texas we're all our own state meanwhile look where your your own state infrastructure got you the fact that you're not fucking attached to the rest of the the nation's uh power infrastructure look where it got you now 
Is it fucking yeah. funny? No, but it's it's a fucking fact that you that your government fucked you, and they're and they're literally not trying to help you right now, and it's a fucking problem. I'm not saying that you need to flip the fucking state blue or some shit, but you need to hold your goddamn um, lo- elected uh, officials accountable. They're they're fucking you, and people are dying because of it. Yeah, Stitcher. Stitch isn't on a podcast today, but uh, he's in a chat, and he said that uh, Texas leaders pet them in a shitty position, and they're looking to blame everyone else. And yep. then Warrior Fella followed up saying, uh, "It's gonna, it's gonna be another Flint, Michigan, and New Orleans, Louisiana." So yeah, yeah, it, the shit's a shit show. Yeah, it, it's going on right now. Um, yeah, I got. I think almost everybody knows someone either from texas or still living in texas. a lot of is that big what? of a state yeah it's, it's crazy my uh, uh a friend of mine that used to live out here in california like a childhood friend of mine she just moved to texas last week like literally yeah. the, like she posted on her on her instagram saying like oh hey this is my new house and this and that and literally three days three days later she's taking video footage of snow in front of her yard and her like she doesn't even have furniture because like her furniture is being moved from California to Texas, and they're, they're, they they can't deliver their furniture or anything. Yeah. So they're basically living in, in a goddamn empty-ass house with, like, no furniture, like, barely any, like, clothes or anything. Like, I feel really bad for her. I think Ella Darling just moved there last year as well. So she's, she's she more affected by she's this. She's in so. Austin? Or the we'll Austin have to reach area. out to her see if she's okay. Yeah. Uh, she, I've been following. I follow her on Instagram and she's been she hasn't posted anything bad, so I think she's doing all right. I mean, she posts something so, half naked, so she can't be cold. She's got bills to pay, parents. man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a profession. Go ahead. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, she said she went to her parents' house in okay. Texas. Okay. And uh, I guess she moved to the Austin area. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. It, it, so, it's it's, it's nice all. The, I mean, here's the other thing, too. Houston is the fourth largest city in this country. It's not a small place. Um, neither is Dallas. Neither is uh, San Antonio. Neither is Austin. These are big fucking cities. Well over a million for all of those cities. Um, you know, and then obviously you have the surrounding areas and whatnot. This is tens of millions of people, man. I this is a disaster. Um, I don't I don't care what it takes, federal, state, whatever. You got to get generators. You got to get shelters. You got to do whatever it takes to keep people alive and warm in that fucking state, and and then, ooh boy, you gonna have some commission, nine eleven style commissions for that ass. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. So you know? let's and, go ahead. And, and just to be really clear too, when California fucks up on energy, which has happened before, you we take full blame and whatnot. And when things happen in New Jersey, any state that has a failure can get this smoke. You know, but it, while it's happening, you need to protect and save lives. Like that's, you know, the bottom line. I, I don't, I don't see this any other way. Oh, and then one other thing really quickly. God damn it. If you don't shut the entire fuck up about how windmills don't work when it's cold. Yeah. yeah if, up. if you don't miss me with that bullshit, uh, I think it was Abbott, the governor. Holy fuck. Canada got windmills. Antarctica got windmills. Vermont. Alaska, Norway, you know, there's a billion examples. If you literally take five seconds and go into Google and type such and such cold weather place windmills and you'll see pictures and evidence for your fucking self. You know, I'm not an engineer. I'm not a windmill expert. I'm not claiming to be, but I guarantee you there's some mechanism that makes windmills work 
in fucking Canada and Antarctica. I've seen it. it. You know what? That's that's probably the dumbest thing I've heard since a woman. I think she was in um, Island Livermore or whatever. She had complained about the windmills being the reason why there, our winds are so strong or something like that. Like this, <laughs> this chick literally thought yeah. windmills were fucking fans and they were causing wind it themselves. It's like, no, stupid bitch. They, they turn wind into fucking energy. Stop being dumb. And then we, also our, our previous president, he said that windmills were killing millions of birds every fucking year and blah 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 and it's like cats kill more birds than windmills do yeah, airplanes kill birds like, too like nobody gets, seems to give a shit yeah, about exactly. that but anyway and, and also die on their own you know what the fuck anyway um yeah when it when it comes to shit like that it's it, it's it's amazing to me when they're talking about because they try to blame it on like green power but i'm like okay first of all you're in texas you've been the governor <laughs> for texas for how long and you're gonna complain about green power we all know that Texas, the vast majority of everything that they run on is oil. So yep. I looked it up and it's like, it's somewhere between 10 and 20% of their power comes from green uh, green means. And it's mostly um, wind and solar. But it's like, okay, uh, when it comes to solar, you bought the wrong... Like This is what I was, was going to get into before. I was in Austin, Texas. I think it was like 2007, 2000, 2007 2006. It was over 10 years ago when it iced over. Okay, and it was a huge issue. They had they had blackouts then too, and they when I went there, I was like, I, I landed and there was ice on the ground, like inches of ice on the ground. I was like, what the fuck? I'm in Texas. Like, oh yeah, every few years this happens. I'm like, oh that's interesting. And they have blackouts, so they, they have warnings about this years in advance, years in advance that this this shit happens because they know it's it's a cycle. It's like how El Nino comes to California. Every now and again, Texas will freeze over. They had these warning signs. They were warned more than ten years ago. This could happen again. It's going to even be even more disastrous. But they did fucking nothing. You would think that if you knew that you would have freezing weather every few years, that you would winterize shit. That you would ha you would buy windmills or um, retrofit them to survive freezing temperatures. But you didn't. You would think that you would, if you had solar panels, that you would have a team of people that would clear off solar panels from the fucking snow because it's not that goddamn hard um, to clear them off from snow or or have heating elements on the actual solar power but you didn't you would think that for your um the pipes that hold all of your oil that you would uh weatherize them Inflated. because <laughs> when you when the shit fucking freezes and it's a liquid it expands and fucking explodes but you didn't do that and also the controls for these things also froze and that's one of the reasons why that it was an issue but they didn't do any of that instead they decided to just blame it on quote-unquote green power when it was their own ineptitude to not uh, keep up on their own power needs uh, when it comes to their weather systems. And it, it's a huge, they, they, they think it's funny now that, you know, that they can blame it on something else, but it, it's, their, it's their issue that they need to fucking fix. So I understand that when we talk about, you know, climate change, a lot of folks in the right think it's a, think it's a joke because they will incorrectly name it as, you know, global warming. But the, science has uh, correctly changed the term fucking decades ago it's it's not just global warming it's climate change and so when we talk about climate change it's the extremes of both it's where it gets unusually cold in certain times and unusually hot in other times and so but people they're so focused on the global warming part but the actual problem with uh climate change is the actual it's global cooling and i think i talked about this talked about this on a, on a previous podcast where it's far more dangerous because it happens far more quickly where you can have mm -hmm. things where it freezes over in a very short period of time the fucking poles the, the Arctic ice, ice caps, they used to fucking extend into Florida. And that shit happened for a, the vast majority of the Earth's time. That's how big the fucking polar ice caps were. 
and there are times where they had flash freezes where they literally they found fucking woolly mammoths with uh food still digesting in their stomachs and they fucking froze so fast that they could still find the food digesting in their stomachs after they thawed them that's what i'm worried mm-hmm. about the incremental increases in, in in heat yeah it's bad but i mean we can we can survive that but the fucking these fast cold things especially when it gets down to like areas where we're not used to having the cold that's far more dangerous to, to me and probably a lot of scientists and we're seeing it now in texas where literally their infrastructure is not designed to to hold up to the cold at all and be, like being out here from california like we're not we're not fucking great either because we have our own issues as well we have rolling blackouts or brownouts and you know we had like forest fires and like you yeah. know we should have been we should have been uh, on top of that shit as well so it's our government's fucking fucking us over basically is what i'm trying to say like we really need to get people in office who's going to actually take care of us and not just think about large corporations are just fattening their pockets with money the funny thing to me is infrastructure actually pays for itself it has a positive roi yeah like you know when you when you look over a few decades so it shouldn't be this partisan issue investing in infrastructure you know especially when you're talking about green stuff you know you got high relatively high paying jobs that you know for every dollar you invest in you get you know 10 years down the road three or four dollars back usually um and it's it's just it's it's something where china and a lot of Western Europe is going to leapfrog this country if we don't start taking it seriously. Now, don't believe me, I'm just some Yahoo on this cast, you know. I'm going to make re- one quick recommendation book-wise. Jeremy Rifkin wrote this book, way smarter than I'll ever be, called about the Green New Deal and about some of the stuff with international uh, uh, infrastructure when it comes to solar and, um, and wind. Well-researched stuff. I finished it about a month or two ago. That book will break it down much better than I ever could. Well, it, it's it's What's hilarious. The book it, it is called the Green New Deal by uh, Jeremy Rifkin, and while I think the subtitle is something like "Why uh, Big Oil Will Collapse in the Next Ten Years" or something like well, that. Well, I mean, anyway, it, go ahead. It, the oil has to. So this is the problem when people talk about you know oil and good quote unquote oil jobs. Listen, um, even though I, I will concede that oil is um, not finite, well. It can be infinite, but it takes millions of years. So when people talk about oil, they, they, they seem to think that we have this never-ending stream of oil and that it also doesn't pollute the, the you know our atmosphere. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I love fucking gas-powered cars. It's great. But at the same time, it's like we need to move past that because oil is finite. We're getting it from places. It, it's, not, it's not renewable in our time, in our lifespans. Meanwhile, we have things like lithium-ion batteries or, or, you know, battery technologies that are renewable. I'll give you a perfect example. I have a car that has, you know, a 22-gallon gas tank. I use the 22 gallons of gas. That gas is gone basically for the next 2 million years. At least 2 million years. It's gone. It's it's Mm -hmm. turned into various, you know, base components and shot in the atmosphere. It's going to take a while for those things to get reabsorbed into the earth and turn back into oil that we can reuse again. So it's a, it's an unrealistic time frame. Meanwhile, you can mine lithium ion and other various you know nickel cadmium and other various um, battery storing uh, materials, and you can keep reusing that. You can keep pumping it in. You can keep reusing that same power into that. And if someone wants to be like, oh well, you're getting the power from coal, but it's like you don't have to. You can use the same fucking batteries to stop wasting 
goddamn solar and uh, wind turbines and hydroelectric and yeah, nuclear power too. Like nuclear power still needs to be part of uh, part of the conversation. And then also, um, actually, yeah, those are the three main ones. You can still the main yeah. problem right now is that we don't have any sort of power storage uh, facilities in the in the world. Like we just every time you see like all these uh, wind like wind turbines and solar powers. Um, we have no way to store them right now. We just, um, kick it all back, you know, into the, into our grid, but there's very few places that actually store it. They're doing it a little bit now with like bloom and a couple of the companies that are trying to store it. Tesla. Yeah. But there needs to be like way more storage, um, facilities to store all these things when we're not actually using it. Cause right now it's just, it's just fucking wasted unless you're using it. It's just wasted. Yeah. No, well, well said, dude. Well said. I look. I, I I didn't used to care about any of this stuff, but you know, you're getting older. You know, you got kids and whatnot. Blue's got a kid on the way. Um, we all, all of us except for old ninja, you know, have kids, and it's like, you know, you, you do want to leave it? things better than than you got them. Who <laughs> was it that said? Who, who was it that said? Uh, the children are our future. Was that Wade Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Treat people. them well. That was, that was them pretty crap. Yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, this is a, you know one of the other things. Like when I, I'll, I'll talk about the other side of this. Um, is that people are, are really like I'll take uh, Greta Thunberg as like a perfect example. Like I feel bad for that for that uh, for that. I think she's a woman now, right? She's still a kid. Yeah, I think I think she is she, grown. She must be a woman now. Like, she yeah. must be grown. Like teen, maybe eighteen, nineteen now. Yeah, I mean, is I, she the girl who spoke out about climate change? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. I kind of I feel bad for her because she um, she bought in like wholeheartedly into like all this shit like the bad stuff listen when we were all growing up what did they say acid rain was gonna kill us all what happened to acid rain it, it went away because uh the scientists and various other like factions they figured out that you know we can reduce emissions and make uh you know make the world safer and we're still doing that like when people are talking about you know we're destroying our planet at the me at the in the meantime we still have all these technologies that we're still using and making better to make uh, our planet safer, like with battery, battery technology mostly. And we're gonna keep doing that, especially when it, it's lowering the cost of things for the average people in, uh, you know, across the world. So I think that when we pump these kids full of these things of like, oh, the world's gonna end because of, you know, X, Y, and Z, but you also don't tell them that we're also developing technologies to, to fight this. I think it's, an, it's incredibly disingenuous to, to our children to not give them any sort of hope. And then, you know, yet you get somebody that gets so sad and mad about what they think is the current state of our planet. You get somebody like Greta, but it's like, hey, listen, Greta, it's going to be okay. Like, we need your voice, too. Don't get me wrong. We need you to, like, people like you to speak the fuck up, but also be a part of the solution. Like, if you want to sit there and, and complain about the way the future is going to be and you're so angry about, you know, this, this and that, please, I would encourage you to be a scientist um, and be part of the solution to fix these things because there's, there's a whole host of scientists that are already working on ways to fix these problems like i said before what in the 70s they saw that we had um unusually high amounts of lead in our water and there was one scientist that saw that he was like there's lead fucking everywhere what is going on it's like you know what there's lead in gasoline everybody's using a lot of gasoline and this is how we got to smog glass too by the way um and he was like hey why don't we just take the lead out of gasoline and see what happens because I don't think we need lead and gasoline. I don't have the real correlation yet, but I think we should do this. And they did it. And then the, the lead levels across the planet went down. So that was a, a, a thing that was averted. Same thing with fucking battery powers 
uh, with cars. Like, we're, the solution's already there. We're moving that direction, so let's continue to move that direction. Well, there's also the I whole agree. thing well, with uh, hairspray, too. Like, once they realized that, you know, the was a CFO or something instead of hairspray was causing, like, their ozone to deplete. CFCs. And they, they got rid of that. Yeah. What was it? R CFCs. CFCs. Real quickly, real quickly, back to the lead, though. The, I, I agree with what you're saying. The only caveat I would say, though, for the lead and the gasoline is, motherfucker, since the Roman times, we've known that lead is toxic. There, there was, <laughs> yeah. like, human beings have always known lead is fucking toxic to humans. Like, th there was never a good reason other than to make oil companies and energy companies money that we had lead in our fucking gasoline. It, there, we, we shouldn't have ever done it. But I'm glad it got fixed. I'm yeah. glad it got corrected. I'm glad people listen to scientists. But miss me with the bullshit. That was basically like uh, some Philip Morris cigarette company talking about cigarettes well, are healthy for you. No, well, lead was never fucking healthy for Well, you. it's not healthy for us, but it does make explosions go better. So you, you can actually still, <laughs> you can still buy leaded gas, by the way. I don't know if yeah. people knew that. Yeah. Like, if you want to get some, some fucking gas that's over like 100 octane, like, it's fucking got lead in it. So... <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. I just, lead is bad. <laughs> so don't, don't, uh... I, the other thing was, it used to be in fucking paint. Like... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... Well, old school houses when we were kids still had a lot of uh, lead-based paint houses, and, you and, know. And asbestos too. And asbestos, well, it's crazy. which they knew ahead of time was toxic. That wasn't that wasn't brand new new information for them. Go ahead. So it's it's crazy for our house. Our house is built in 1949, and it might have the original paint on it. So the if we ever get a house painted, we have to have it tested for lead. And if it has lead, then the whoever paints the house has to do like some special kind of removal mm -hmm. of the paint they can't just like come over and spray over they have to like strip the paint down and then repaint the house there's just money yep, yep. money yeah money, i gotta money, tell you money. that that's one of the cool things so i've only used exactly one benefit for me being an actual veteran and it was the fact that i used my va loan and what was cool about the va loan is that they had to do so many fucking inspections on the house for me to get this house because they had to make sure there's no asbestos like there was no lead paint there was no fucking like everything had to be fucking sound as shit in the house so thank goodness for that i'm not living in a i mean the house isn't the greatest house in the world but it's not fucking falling apart even though i had to change two toilets and my fucking uh, <laughs> what was it my garbage disposal already but it's it's all good i didn't mind i would say hey, it's good upgrade yeah yeah I'm, and i have a bidet so it's all good <laughs> yeah, dude. how are i gotta ask how are those like I, i've been thinking of upgrading. they're they amazing you need to get one yeah, <laughs> can I can I can I get the pitch for why you should get a bidet? Yeah, yeah, give me the pitch. All right, so this is this is something oh, like that I, when, when I was overseas, the first time I had a bidet was when I when I went to Iraq because I had bidets in Iraq, and I had and somebody Indian actually broke this down for me, and he said, okay, when you imagine if you got shit on your hand, like if you literally had shit on your hand, what would you do? Would you just take shit on your hand and just take a piece of paper and just wipe it off? And then be I'll like put some soap and water on that motherfucker. Yeah, so why don't you do the same thing with your asshole? <laughs> it's not it's not clean with just uh with just normal toilet paper. Because I, I mean I was using like, you know, uh wipes for a while, but the bidet is is the way to go. And if you're gonna use a bidet, try to get one that um get a fucking fancy He's, one. They're yeah. just, they're so easy <laughs> now to get like the, the toilet seats. Don't don't get the one that is just like squirting water on your ass. Get get something that um, well, clean your asshole. If you're a woman that cleans, you know, your lady bits too. Something that dries your ass and something that with a heated seat and something with, uh, whoa, with warm whoa. water. Time the fuck out. Time out. Yep. God damn it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. 
you're telling me it does it does more than spray it actually dries yeah. your ass too it, yeah it, mm-hmm. so this the the common ones the the ones that are not, not common but the ones that are good the japanese style bidets so uh they they clean your asshole with water warm water mm-hmm. well they, they can pulsate in various different ways <laughs> yes they uh what the fuck? they will dry your yes. ass before you sit down it'll even start deodorizing the area uh, it will also Whoa. the same seat will also illuminate the toilet for you. So and it has unlimited water because a, a lot of them have unlimited warm water because uh, the the good ones have like a heating element inside the toilet seat. So you hook up like basically the cold water from your toilet and then wire mm-hmm. it over to your actual uh, toilet. And then when it gets full of water, it heats up the water for you to whatever temperature that you want. And it does all so that like shit for you. A tank. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm asked a real crude question because. You know, I, we're we're real on this show. Um, so, like, the water doesn't shoot in it. Like, it like it just grazes your asshole, right? Some of them can. It's not a. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not a strong. It's not a strong stream. It's not gonna like you know make its way into your asshole, but like it does like you know tickle it just a little bit. Yeah. Bit... Okay. It, 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 it's not like a gloved up. Uh, let me check that prostate kind of thing. No. No. No, okay, I mean, yeah. but right. some of them are kind of like that. Though they'll, they'll fucking. It, it depends on the pressure that <laughs> it's, it's to your own. Yeah. You can set the pressure that you want. So, oh, yeah. Well, some also, of some of the cheaper ones, some of the cheaper ones, they use your the pressure that's coming from your from your faucet. So, like, I think the water that comes in your house comes in at about like I think like sixty psi. I think. Yeah. So you know you gotta be careful when you turn up that water because you can turn it up too high and you might get a little sprints in your butthole. Yeah, you might you might give yourself an enema on accident. <laughs> <laughs> Get that that deep deep clean. <laughs> yeah, I mean definitely. Uh, this is a PSA. Get a fucking bidet. Clean your clean your asshole. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of the dingleberries. And, like, <laughs> and you you use way less toilet paper too. Like holy shit. Like I only I'll use toilet paper just to dry if I need to like if I'm like have a meeting in five minutes and I can't sit there and let my ass dry with the dryer. Like I'll use toilet paper to dry off. But I use like three squares. And that's it. I've been living my life. As a fucking caveman all this time, and just you and your Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Yeah, with my Atari. You ain't even got a PS Five, bitch. <laughs> well, set your game up. On on the low, I, I I'll save it for until I have it in hand. But I might I'm, that might be changing soon. Hey, they got them at Costco. Costco got really good deals on some bidets, oh, and they they're the Total ones too. So Total's like Total's one of the number shit. one manufacturers. Yeah. Um. Actually, the other like, day. It, it, Go ahead. I was gonna say real quick. When I was in Japan, uh, I went I, the first time I used a bidet was in Japan, and this motherfucker had music. When you walked in there, it, it, it had music. It talked. The seat automatically went up. I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" But uh, yeah, Japan's like their their shit was way in the future, like ten years ago. So it, it's funny. So uh, Kamek actually bought me a, a bidet um, for I think it was Christmas or some shit. So I finally installed it, but then like our toilet, I got I got mad with it, so I bought a new one, a, a Toto. But the problem is, is that the Toto, um, not the Toto, the the Tushy. I got a Tushy bidet, which is like kind of like a, a new American uh, style bidet, and it was it was okay. But the problem was, is that with the with the new Toto toilet, I have, it has like this double tornado flush thing. So there's like a lip mm. inside the toilet to make the tornado thing, and mm. the the Tushy like bidet nozzle thing goes straight down. And so it would hit the little lip, so it would never like spray properly, just spray straight down. And so I was like, oh, 
I'm looking for another one. So I'm like doing research to buy another one. And then I got an email from like Woot. And I was like, really, Woot? And Woot had some on sale for like, it was used to be like 400 bucks or 500 bucks, something like that. It was on sale for like, I think it was like 260. So I was like, fucking done. It had all things I wanted. You know, deodorized, yep. uh, heated on one, heated seat, fucking uh, two different nozzles, uh, the pulsating thing. It was like, fucking great. So I, I bought that. It's on the way. I'll have it uh, later on this month. And, and the install is uh, fairly easy, right? It's super easy, man. Like, uh, okay. if, if you change get it. one... Go ahead, Blue. Oh, no, I was going to say, it's, it's just like changing a toilet seat on a fucking toilet. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. There's only one extra thing we have to, like, literally... Like, the one that I have... So, the, the Tushy was kind of not great because I had to run a line from my uh, hot water from mm -hmm. my uh, sink, which is not great because you have to run a whole line okay. and then you have to wait for it to warm up and shit like that. It's fucking annoying. But the one that I got, um, it has like, you just run the line that goes from your toilet tank and you do like a Y line into your bidet. So it has like actual water that's held in the actual toilet seat and it heats that up with a heating element. So it, yeah. it's a better solution overall. So the, okay. the one I have had the it had the water tank where it heats up the water. Yeah. Um, it you definitely you need to like a, have an outlet nearby too because it needs to plug in for for some kind of power source. But um, yeah, I just posted in the power. chat room the the version I got off of Amazon. But uh, yeah, the, the version I have it 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 cleans it cleans for, it's for females like either for their fronts and their backs. Um, it actually has mine actually have the kit setting too, so the water pressure is a little bit less strong as it would be for an adult. But like that the whole pulsating and the uh, the oscillating feature on there, oh man, you, your asshole will be squeaky clean when you're done with it. God damn. Okay. I, I'm sold. I'm, I might have to upgrade after taxes or something. Fuck it. I need to be fancy like y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> it's team, right. team clean buttholes. Yes. <laughs> old ninja, are you old school caveman in it, or are you are you team uh, bidet? He's three seashells, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm, I'm old, uh, <clears throat> extra old school. I got me a shovel, <laughs> dirt, just squat well, over I feel that. Like then, there you go. Having a having a bidet makes you understand what exactly what the three C cells are. Because you got you got you got uh, water. It sprays the water. The second one is a, it pulsates, and the third one is it dries. God damn! Three C cells. like futuristic shit, man. I'm yeah. down. Well, you know what? What you're also gonna do if you want to be super, super old school, you can use a fucking what is it called? A tabo. It's like a little bucket. You fill up with tabo? water. Tabo. Tabo. Yeah. You dick. You dick your head in there. You splash it on your ass and like wipe it down. Yeah, that's what they. That's what Filipinos use. That's, yeah. uh, the guy. Uh, what's his name? The comedian. Uh, uh, Joe, Joe Coy. Coy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he talks about that shit. That shit had me fucking dying. I saw him live in San Jose like a year and a half ago pre-rona talking about that shit. i had never heard of that shit in my entire life that shit is funny well that's what's confusing like when, when you go so when i went over the first time i saw like a a quote-unquote bidet i mean i guess it is still called a bidet but I, I was in seychelles which is um a fancy island group it, it's really nice i should not have went there as a marine but we got um diverted to go there it's a nice place but they have bidets there and it's like literally the bidet was like a toilet it was like a toilet seat it was a toilet with no toilet seat and then a faucet. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? But apparently you're supposed to like use it and like use your hand and like wash your ass in this like traditional bidet. That's, but I'm just like, I'm not going to use my fucking hand in water <laughs> to like clean my asshole that I just shat out of. You know what I mean? So like the Japanese style bidets are much, 
much better to go. So if you're looking at bidets, do like the Japanese style bidets where like it's in the toilet seat. It does everything for you. Like don't don't do the traditional way. You'd buy a whole separate fucking toilet and use your hand to 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 wash your asshole. So yeah, my hands already dirty and my ass. Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I get it that you know you want to wash it, and make sure that it's clean, but also um, I'd rather just use water. You know, like an automated system and do it. Yeah, dude, I'm you know, fucking the, sold. My, I remember when I was a kid, my auntie had a bidet, but she had like the the traditional old school bidet where she had like the where there's a toilet and there's a bidet off to the side, which is like a toilet with a little about. faucet. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, first time I saw it, I was like, is this a urinal? Like, is this for boys and the other the toilets for girls? She's all, she had to explain to me what it's for, and I was like, okay, that's too much information, too much information, auntie. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's for for ladies to wash their front bits. <laughs> There you go. But it's also, I mean, that's, it's, still, it's still sanitary either way you go. So yeah, it's, it's way more sanitary than, than using uh, toilet paper. You know what, what's crazy to me? So this is like, I think the whole like toilet thing and using toilet paper, it's super, um, how do I put Wasteful. this and not, make it not seem like offensive to people? People, so you know how like growing up, people made it, like our society made it seem like Africans were like so dirty. Like, all the time mm-hmm. and shit like that. That shit wasn't true at all. Like, apparently, like, cleanliness was, like, a huge part of, like, African culture. Even during, like, the, the, the slave days when we had, you know, when Africans had their own slave, um, you know, slave trade. The first time they saw Europeans, um, they were like, why don't you wash your hands before you eat? Like, they were like, what the fuck? Like, cause they, were, they were cleanly like that. Like, they made sure that they were clean. And um, there's multiple accounts of, like, uh, other ethnic groups that would say how Europeans smelled so bad. Because they weren't as they didn't have the the same amount of hygiene as um, other ethnic groups, and so if you if you hear about bidets and you're all like squeamish about it, like it's it's more hygienic. So don't let this weird like European version of hygiene fuck with your brain in in 2021. D- use high proper hygiene. <laughs> so. Yeah. Look, as long as I'm not you know having gay water sex, you know <laughs> with the toilet. <laughs> I'm okay, you know what I mean. But if if it's gonna you know do that to me, you know buy me dinner first. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. What's great about the bidet too is that it's actually um, not energy efficient, but like it's less wasteful. Like it's cheaper yeah. to use water than it is to for toilet paper because they use water for for creating the toilet papers, and there's just so much savings that way too. So I I think it's it's I recommend it for your pocketbook as well. You'll, you'll save money on TP, especially with if, if you had a bidet last year when there was no fucking toilet paper. Yeah. Oh man, you're living like a king. I know a bunch of folks yeah. bought them last year because of the pandemic. I'm like, yeah, like you, you, you probably should. Seriously. Makes sense. I'm sold. Um, what was going? Oh, can I get an update? Did you guys finish Control? Like, I haven't finished it yet. No, I, but I'm, I'm still having fun. I finished Control. Go ahead, on Ninja. Come so. in here. Uh, I don't want to give away the ending because it's just it's super weird. Um, I do want to get into the DLC. Uh, I haven't purchased it because I played it on the Xbox when it first came out since day one. And uh, it was basically the um, the reviews that got me to buy it because everybody's getting giving it a nine. It was like almost nine across the board. So I'm like, well, fine. Let me check this out. And I did and I enjoyed it, even though it was creepy as fuck. Uh, the storyline's a little weird, but it still makes sense. Um, it's what you should... If you played Alan Wake and um, 
uh, I guess Max Payne, sort of. Because I heard Max... I haven't played all the Max Payne's. The Rockstar version of Max Payne? No. Oh, no, after, I'm thinking of something else. You know, Rockstar did do, I think, the first Max Payne. But I think the subsequent ones, some of them get weird or something. But Alan Wake was weird. I thought they did um, all the Max Payne's. Control- yeah, uh, Control's just as weird. And there's a... the One of the DLCs crosses over with it. I mean, there's just... It's just such a different and bizarre game. It's definitely worthy of uh, Game of the Year when it came out. Um, the actress that plays um, the main character, uh, Jessie, she does an amazing job as well. She sells it to you. It's funny because the rest of the supporting characters, they're all just kind of like, they give like good performances as well, but it's like everything's normal to them, but they're in an un abnormal situation so they're just basically in containment mode it's just really crazy um there's just super like metal uh i guess moment or level like literally you put on this music and it's super like metal about the game it's, it's like, like I guess, yeah i like guess Doom it's like metal? i haven't played i haven't played um Doom i guess uh, <laughs> i think chronos played the soundtrack for some of doom and it's similar to that there's like it's that's when you know you're close to the end is there's a super like hot uh ultra metal like song just screaming in your ears or through your tv that's when you know you're getting close to the end it's it's super crazy but it's awesome because you're destroying everything in your wake you're in this really nice like hotel area type thing you're just wrecking everything it's amazing but yeah it's definitely worth a buy especially if it's free on the psn you're doing yourself a disservice by not playing this game yeah it's it's definitely worth playing it's uh it's weird as fuck but it's also really fun they have like a really interesting take on on their action i talked about it on uh, probably two three podcasts in a row but um yeah it's fucking free on the ps you know psn plus so just just download it get it it's beautiful especially over ps5 the surfs it still looks okay on the ps4 <laughs> yeah it's saying. not so for the plebeian systems it's not about the look it's about the frame rate drop so that will probably be a problem especially if you have one of the first generation what is that Xbox in, or frame or what does that mean a frame rate drop <laughs> Oh, just the, I don't get everything that. will slow down like, <laughs> and it'll be kind of weird um there might be a point where it might be unplayable but it will only last like a second oh you mean like cyberpunk 2077 i got you oh. that's the occurs my ps5 i got yeah. you <laughs> yeah but unlike cyberpunk the game will will catch up and you'll be able to continue to play there's not a whole lot of like um drop-in or pop-ins or stuff like that the game will adjust because there's a lot of stuff that's um happening on the screen and because it uses you're able to almost pick up virtually any object and it's available to you all at once and you're able to including enemies and you're able to use them as weapons so there'll be areas that are like um i guess five stories deep and you'll have access to all of that as well as like a shit ton of enemies so it'll tax your system a little bit okay for those who haven't played it let me let me just ask the the million dollar question is it weirder than death stranding oh uh that that doesn't look like a weird Uh, game uh not as weird no cronus what do you say no because i i wasn't dealing with fucking babies and goddamn external (laughs) (laughs) monsters (laughs) <laughs> it, it is it is quite weird 
but mm. uh, it's not as weird as Death Stranding. Yeah, okay. um, I will say there are some visual similarities, but the story is not as weird. But even though Control is weird itself, it still feels like an X Files film or or episode. So they they kind of put it out there, but then they bring it back and they give explanation of what's going on or a possible uh, theory about what happens. And when you get towards the end, you find out what's going on and whatnot. So, well, I got a it's question. Still, it's still good. I, I just need to know, is Janet Jackson in this game? <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. Control! <laughs> yeah. Every time you guys say control, I just think of fucking Janet Jackson. I'm, like, I'm the same way. Yeah. It's a great song. Well, great great video, too. Either. Yeah. Also, the scene from Friday with the homegirl who said she looked like Janet Jackson. She's got a uh, like Freddie Jackson. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, yeah, I heard that actress died. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I heard she died a few years ago. Damn. Oh, yeah, it's so bad. But yeah, uh, uh, back to the game. The game is definitely worth it, especially on P uh, PlayStation if it's free, including the DLC. I mean, if you're on the Xbox, it's like 15 bucks for both DLCs, which is the definite worth it because they're selling it for 30 bucks per. And it's 15 bucks for both. That's worth it. Totally worth it. You made some more progress in it, though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still, I, I got to a part to where I, was, I started getting my ass kicked. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> I gotta change strategies, I guess, because I got to a part where I died twice. And I was like, all right. Then I got, I got, I started killing a bunch of people. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm back in the heat of things. And when I thought I was done, some asshole killed me. I almost <laughs> killed him, but then he killed me. And I was like, you know, I'm just gonna turn this off. I was embarrassed. <laughs> I was embarrassed. I felt like yeah, a bitch. that's what. I, I felt like yep, Prodigy that's... trying to fucking platform. So I just, <laughs> so I just put it down. <laughs> them double jumps are hard now. You gotta yeah. jump and then uh, jump again, and then you, you yeah. move. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, there. I was like that with control. That's why I stopped playing for a little while. I got to a boss that I couldn't beat because as he got closer to death, he um, sped up his attacks and he got more lethal. And I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Like, what yeah, the fuck? it's like you have to remember like how to really use all of your powers, right? So it's like, mm -hmm. especially for me, like the shield thing, I always forget fucking use the goddamn shield. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, you definitely got to unlock the perk where you can use your shield and throw it as a projectile. Yeah, so I, I, I did that. Yeah, yeah. When you first unlock it, it's just a shield, and when it's when it breaks, it just drops. Instead yeah. of when it gets close to breaking, you can chuck it. And kill everyone that's left. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. What, what happened at this? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. I was gonna say what happened at the. Uh, you were talk uh, talking about it a little bit earlier in the chat, uh, Chronos. What happened at the Nintendo Direct? Wasn't that today? Yeah, there was a, there was a couple of good things. I mean, we're getting a new uh, character on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We're getting okay. Mithra from. I forget the fucking game. It's a game I never really played. Um, so I can't t talk too much about that. I know Animal Crossing is Animal Crossing New Horizons is getting Mario Brothers uh, content, which is great for for K Mac and, and any Animal Crossing fans out there. Which includes my youngest daughter. She can play. It. She's fucking four. It's weird. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, uh, or they're looking forward to that. It comes out in, on the February 25th, so in a couple days. They announced. Uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. It was a really good game on the Wii. And it's going to have full motion uh, capabilities on the Switch as, as well as the normal button controls. Is that a remake or a remaster? It's a remaster, really. It's basically the same game. They just okay. revamped the controls and it looks better. So it's, it's in HD. 
another one that what, what else came out there was a couple other games that were announced a lot of most of them were, i mean ninja gaiden is coming back out but that's like an old game i don't really care about that what wait not a new ninja three right no, no yeah it's like the the older ones that were on like the ps2 and ps3 i think so uh okay. it was, so it wasn't like a huge deal uh there was no word on the the latest twilight prince uh, the, i'm sorry the latest legend of zelda that's supposed to come out uh later this year which i think is probably gonna be a pushback there's nothing on metroid you know nothing uh really on any new uh super mario game so it wasn't disappointing but they had some stuff i mean if you're an animal crossing fan it's a big deal and there's a few other things but yeah it wasn't like it wasn't as big as i thought it was gonna be any so. any bayonetta no no oh there was a new uh no more heroes that you know no more heroes 3 got announced i remember that yeah, that game fun game yeah. okay but it's, I mean, but you know, no, you know, no more heroes. It's not. I mean, it's it's a cool game, but it's not a Mario or a Zelda or a Metroid. So we really need. I mean, the, the Switch is actually it's, they're doing a, a decent job because they they announced a bunch of games that were going to be on other other consoles as well. They just announced it on Nintendo Direct first, which is which is kind of cool. But they need to really focus on you know their exclusives and like getting those out. So to me, when you remake a game, um, it doesn't really mean that much to me that that much like i know that you know resident evil when they have like these these remakes that's way different like mm. but that's not what nintendo's doing they're just take they're porting that's basically what it's fucking porting they're porting a okay. game from like a, a from like previous generations of consoles and putting on the switch so for me it's not that exciting but they had a couple other things like they're they're having a new uh ghouls and ghosts that looks pretty cool capcom is doing a bunch of content there, there's a new sorry jesus christ it's probably big for everybody else there's a new game for Monster Hunter that got yeah. announced mm -hmm. today for the Switch, which is a big deal if you're a Monster Hunter fan. I am not. So, so yeah, I mean, they're still doing their thing. I'm glad that Nintendo is staying relevant and, and really staying on top of their games with uh, with the Switch because, to be honest, they, they need to do that. There's a hole that the Xbox has left in gaming because... Xbox has not had a lot of content out recently, so I think Nintendo is going to continue to increase their market share with uh, with console gaming. I, I think that it's going to be regained by by Xbox, but they didn't time the, did the you, Xbox Series X at very well at all when it came out. Did you did you see the preview for uh, the Star Wars, Star Wars game? Yeah, Star Wars uh, Hunters, uh, uh, bounties or something like that. I think it's Star Wars bounties, but it was just it was a teaser, so I, there was no gameplay. So it's it's going to be a, a third person shooter, but they okay. didn't show any third person yeah. shooting. So I I don't really I can't really comment on what the game is going to be like. Yeah, so true. I'm I'm not a big like modern Zelda guy, but obviously I respect the fact that it's a giant franchise. Is Skyward Sword one of the beloved old school Zeldas, or is it is it mid middle of the road, or is it forgotten? No, How do people I mean, rank it in Zelda? If you're a Zelda fan, it's, it's pretty high up there because one of the things that was cool about it is because it was on the Wii, and I, I have the game, and it's really cool because you can use the uh, the old school Wii the Wii motes, and so mm -hmm. on one hand it would be like your sword arm, and your other hand would be like your your shield arm. And so you would use like your your hands physically to to really do your attacks and all that stuff. So um, as far as like innovation goes, back then it was like super innovative to like you know really split up the, the controls and, and and work like that. So it, it could be really cool for the Switch, but um, if you're playing it, you're gonna have to d detach your remotes, which most Switch yeah. players don't do anymore. So it, it's gonna it'll be a throwback. 
but they also realize that you know there's switch light users and so for them they can't detach yep. their remotes so for that they they're going to use they, they modified the controls to where the the right thumbstick controls the um the sword but so is it, would it is it safe to say for the majority of zelda users this is like in their top three to five uh it, it's probably the top five yeah it's a good game okay yeah okay yeah it was it was when i played it, it was it was a lot of fun uh, especially on the on the Wii, so yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. But it's not, you know, we most Nintendo fans wanted the next um, Breath of the Wild game mm -hmm. to be announced to, to get more info on that, and there was like zero mention of it. So it's cool to get a remake, but we really want the new Zelda game. And and but you want? I would. I'm not trying to speak for you guys, but I would assume from the outside looking in, not a Zelda guy you would still want them to take their time and do like the best job they can with the big franchise of Zelda for Breath of the Wild 2, right? Yeah, I mean, 100%, that, that's for sure. But I mean, this is the one of the things about, you know, Nintendo games in general is that when, when Nintendo games come out, they don't fuck up, like at no. all. I can't think of a single glitchy uh, Zelda game or Nintendo game at all. Like there's been glitch is in games, but I, none of the games have been glitchy. Well, like you had constant yeah. issues, you know, that, that that's from like the beginning of fucking Nintendo. Uh, so I, I expect them to have the same high standard of game. So it's fine that it's fine that, you know, they're taking their time and I get that COVID happened and stuff like that. But I, I was expecting to have at least, well, probably not Metro because I, I know that they got, they scrapped it and they had a whole new studio pick it up, which is, you know, it's fine for uh, Nintendo standards, but it's still disappointing that we don't get to hear about anything. Yeah, you gotta, because even with uh, on the PlayStation side, we've we have seen absolutely no gameplay for like the new God of War, but they've said that it should come out in twenty twenty one. I don't necessarily believe them per se, but no, I don't either. It's always good to see a teaser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, with with uh, with God of War, I mean, Jesus Christ, the uh, the last God of War came out what two three years ago, mm -hmm. and twenty eighteen. Yeah, that that was a fucking masterpiece. And so for them, I I, I did not expect them to have a new God of War. You know, three years later. So yeah. I would expect Especially it with to, new consoles. Yeah, yeah. I expect it to be more in like twenty twenty two, maybe even twenty twenty three. It's fine. Yeah. As long as we have, you know, more games on the way. The the, the thing is when it comes to these triple um, A titles, you know, especially the first party ones, is that as long as you have enough content on your console, you'll be fine. You can keep pushing back games all you want. But when you get to things like uh like the Xbox has that they just they don't have the content from first parties for really anything like we're, i think most people i mean old ninja can probably say yes or no on this but um most people are waiting for the next halo for the xbox series x that's a big one yeah it's gotta be you muted man yes i am muted <laughs> uh there's actually a few games that people are waiting for halo's being definitely at the top but also the next fable because there was like a little bit of fables shown and there has been a fable since the 360 and we got to see a, a little bit like that and then um the new ip from bethesda the um the sky uh skyline or um shit, it's like the new space adventures that they're doing um they're trying to see if that's going to be an exclusive uh to the series x or the microsoft platform which will probably be game pass and whatnot so there's some stuff that people are looking at and then of course the new um, elder scrolls 
people are seeing is, is that going to be an exclusive? I doubt it. Yeah, you're, you're going. To, I, I think respectfully, I think you're going a few years out into the future with some speculation. Like I, for 2021, uh, I, I think the majority of those games aren't dropping or haven't well, been no. confirmed to drop. Uh, Halo Infinite has been confirmed to drop during holiday season, but no specific date. Um, okay. They reported that uh, Fable would be out in 2021, but I mm. won't be surprised if they push that forward. Um, but they're saying around the same time, holiday of 2021. Um, Bethesda's new IP, I don't, I didn't see a perspective launch, but I saw that they were really heavy into it. I can't. Because uh, I know that they showed it at uh, E3 in 2019, maybe 2018, so could be pretty close. Um, those are the big ones that I know that most people are talking about. Well, I mean, the thing is, I, I, I need a reason for me to buy an Xbox Series X. And you know me, I, I like I like owning all the consoles. Um, but I, I don't have a reason to really buy the Xbox Series X right now. Like, that, literally zero. I'll even Oh, Starf... I'm sorry. Uh, Starfield was the game I was talking about. Starfield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll get it for Halo, I guess, because I hate Halo and I play them anyway. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's not coming out anytime soon. So when it comes out, I'll I'll buy it again and then talk shit, I guess. But I can't buy I can't buy the Xbox Series X for one fucking game, especially a game that I don't even fucking like. Uh, are, are they still having uh, what's that rate Forza? Are they doing a new Forza or racing? Yeah, yeah, they're doing Forza, a new yeah. Forza. Yeah, I don't like realistic racing games. I just fucking race yeah. in an actual car in real life. Yeah, yeah. I prefer the arcade. Like I yeah, missed Burnout. the Blur. Blur was like Blur was cool. Blur was like the game. Burnout. Yeah. Uh, Burnout's another one. I mean, but Burnout Need for Speed is basically the new Burnout. Yeah. Because Criterion has been making um, Need for Speed since Hot Pursuit, I believe. Destruction so All Stars. Have you guys played Destruction All-Stars? That's very, uh, it has some burnout elements in it. Kronos, you're a cruel yeah. man. You know goddamn well oh. I haven't played it because I don't oh. have a fucking year 3000 fucking PS5. You're evil. You're fucked up. <laughs> Damn it. Look at you, sir. She can't even <laughs> play it. I, I didn't know it was a play PS5 exclusive, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a dick. But, uh, Blue, what did you think? play it? Stab. Yeah, it's 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 pretty fun. It's like um, it's like a mix between um, burnout, old school burnout game, and um, and twisted metal, as well yeah. as some like first person shooting combat too. Because like you can jump out of your cars and start fucking people up, but you have to wait till like your car basically respawns before you get back into a vehicle. Or you can jack a motherfucker. You can take another motherfucker's car and ride around their shit. It's kind of fucking dope. I've only played it once, but from the gameplay I had, it was pretty fucking fun for a free game. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously... I'm glad it's free and they would have to pay for it because, I mean, there's not a whole lot of content out for it right now. If I had to pay for the game, I would not be happy, but the fact that it's basically free to me, um, it was definitely enjoyable. Um, yeah. I, I like the fast pace of it. I like crashing into cars and shit like that. Um, I like the basic premise of the game. I hope they make more content for it. Can you... Do, do your vehicles, like, actually shoot rockets and guns, kind of like the Batmobile? Uh, you have ultimate abilities with certain characters... Um, I just basically okay. I played the like intro like tutorial, um, and so in that no there was nothing like that in there. But but you do get an ultimate where you you have like special powers with like your your hero car. Um, mm. But mostly it's um, it's like twisted metal or like burnout. We have to like crash cars like not like twisted metal like burnout. 
you have to crash the cars okay, yeah. to to gain points. So it, it's fun. Good shit. Good shit. Um, there was this to switch gears a little bit. There was this thing that I kept seeing popping up on Twitter that had like the anime community uh, with their panties in a fucking bunch uh, this past week. So, are you guys familiar with uh, the phrase gatekeeper for anime? Nope. No, no not I, but gatekeepers for like fighting, but not for anime. Yeah. So I guess they're using this spray. I wasn't familiar with it either. So, uh, you know, this might be showing our fucking age, but I guess uh, the way they're using it, it's people who um, try and say that so-and-so isn't a real anime fan because they've only watched uh, some of the more popular ones. And that's being viewed as quote unquote gatekeeping and uh, I guess rude or whatever. The thing that gets me is, to me, if you're get, the phrase itself, gatekeeping, makes me think that someone's like per, physically preventing you from doing something or joining a community or whatever. Um, that it doesn't make fucking sense to me. And on one hand, and then on the other hand, if someone is super into anime and manga, they probably have really good suggestions more so than someone who's quote unquote new. I know that. Uh, when I was getting back into anime, Kronos gave me a whole bunch of goddamn suggestions. Blue gave me a whole bunch of fucking suggestions. I fucking listened. And I'm appreci- I appreciated and started watching them. Old school ones and getting back into the, the field. I don't get why that's a bad thing at all. Well, yeah, it's, that sounds kind of stupid. Like, <laughs> I understand the point of, like, gatekeeping. But, like, I am not stopping you from watching any other, any other anime. Like, that's all up yeah. to you. Like, the fact that you are ignorant on anime, um, that's on you. If you ask for suggestions, I will give you my suggestions. But if I give you my suggestions, then you're like, oh, I'm the gatekeeper. No, I'm not a fucking gatekeeper. I'm trying to help you, like, get into anime. And hopefully you find some shit that you like. Like, usually, when somebody asks me for anime suggestions, I think um, Patrick, uh, my beer buddy, asked me for suggestions today because he was was getting into Attack on Titan. He said it was getting kind of boring after, like, he's on episode, like, he said it was good at first. It's getting kind of boring, like, later in season one. I'm like, oh, it's going to pick up again, don't worry. He's like, well, you have any other suggestions? And I gave him all kinds of fucking suggestions. And it went from, like, um, like the normal suggestions of, like, uh, Demon Slayer and the time I got, uh, the time I got Rain Court, picked up by by Slime, uh, Stone Wars, and then also, like, Death Note. So those are, like, vastly different animes. And it's like, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll recommend to you, like, different types of animes. And it's up to you to figure out, like, what you like. And then if you like those, if you want to come back to me and ask me, like, hey, I want to I want to watch more like this, then I'll suggest more like that. But it's not gatekeeping. It's like, I don't know what the fuck you like. And probably you don't either as, like, a, a new anime fan. You probably have no idea what the fuck you like uh, with anime because you, you're new to it and you don't know, like, how much shit is out there. Like, you might like fucking hentai a lot. <laughs> I, don't fucking, I don't fucking know that, you know, so... Yeah. It's ready for that too. Yeah, there's all kinds of suggestions for that, but it's not. I don't consider it really gatekeeping. It's, it's just, um, I'm trying to help you. Maybe you don't know what the fuck you actually want, which is fine. But don't don't make it seem like it's negative. Yeah, for me, it's like any. I'm someone who's really into basketball and basketball history and whatnot. If someone claims to be a big time NBA fan or whatever, and I say, okay, well, who's your some of your favorite players? Uh, or teams throughout the uh, the course of the NBA, and you don't know who like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, or you know uh, Bill Russell and the, the the Celtics or whatever. I'm gonna look at you like, okay, obviously I need to 
uh, scale down this conversation and start giving you recommendations of things to get up to speed. Like, you know what I mean? That's not, that's not a negative thing. Usually someone who's really into something is going to give great recommendations. And I would also expect someone who's newer to something to be humble enough to admit, hey, I'm kind of new to this. You know, you who are hardcore at this convention doing a panel, tell me something that you would recommend. Well, I, you know what I mean? Like, well, it on. seems very no-brainer to Let, me. Let's give a, a sort of a caveat. I mean, everyone on this podcast is over 40 years old, right? Yep. So that's that's kind of an issue that I think that we kind of take for granted when we talk about like a lot of issues, is that when, when, when I ask somebody that is my peer for a suggestion... And they give me a suggestion, even even if I don't like it, I thank them for it, um, and I'll you know I'll watch it if I can, um, and then I'll come back with like some feedback. But I think that if you're younger, people will take things. Yeah, I was the same way when I was younger. I was fucking stupid. Is that mm-hmm. you might get angry about certain things that are there's nothing to be angry about. It's like listen, you asked somebody that you hopefully trust for a suggestion, whether you like or don't like it. Like you need to tell them like, hey, I like this or I don't like this, and then tell them fucking why. Don't be ambiguous and be like, oh, they're gatekeepers because they told me some shit they have. Not. Fuck that. Like, communicate with them. Be Like, grow the fuck up. Yeah. And, and don't claim to be a, a super otaku if you've only seen, like, one anime in your life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the other thing, too. Yes, you can Yes, you can be a, a, an anime fan or whatever. Anime, quote-unquote, is for everybody. I, I get all that. But, like, you got to also have some humility to say... I don't know all of this. Nobody watches every single series. Nobody reads every single fucking manga. No. Um, the people who, the, and there are people who come a little bit closer <laughs> to reading and watching everything. I love hearing from them. Those hardcore motherfuckers, you know, that get absolutely no pussy in their life. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Tell me what you watching, you know, so we can, uh, I can add it to my list or whatever. What you, what you guys think? Old Ninja? Mm. I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's, for me, it's really, really, really hard to suggest anime to someone who's definitely new. Because it's like, if I tell them a suggestion of something that I like and they don't like it, they could be completely turned off. In fact, they may not come back for a a suggestion. They'll be like, "Mm, I didn't like this, but I'm not going to tell them I didn't like this. And then like, you know, months go by. I'm like, hey, uh, did you ever watch that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. I'm like, well, why didn't you say anything? Yeah, I'm like, why didn't you say something about it? Or, you know, um, in some cases, I tried to do, uh, you know, three. You know, one of each different genres, like one that I like, one that I know that is popular that I don't watch, that everyone else is talking about. I'll suggest that because I'll hear about it. Like, I don't watch Demon Slayer, but I'll recommend it. I'm like, hey, um, I'm hearing this one's really good. Everyone's talking about it. You should check it out. See what you think. Um, so you should definitely watch them before you recommend it, old ninja. Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it's if it's popular, it's usually popular. I heard it was great. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> was great. Was great. no but usually i mean attack on titan i'll recommend because i'm watching it obviously but you know there'll be ones i try to I, i'm more of an old schooler when it comes to anime so i'll suggest robotech to somebody because <laughs> i've i've loved that series a lot of robotech stuff. Um, i've seen it i've seen it a bunch of times it is older um, but the story to me still holds up it's still a relevant story especially about two different races that basically go to war 
until like they start to understand each other so i think that's super relevant so i will definitely suggest that but um you know sometimes I like i'll how- say you know what uh what i'll do is i'll segue to the podcast i'm like hey i'm part of a podcast we talk about anime a lot you should listen to these episodes and listen to what they have to say or at least the rest of the cast members do so that way they get more in depth um uh a knowledge of what is out there and what they could pick up on and i've actually had people come to me and say hey you know i was listening to your podcast and because of that you know i started to read this book or i started to watch this show or i started to get into this anime you guys picked up stuff that i never would have heard of if you guys hadn't talked about it i would never have known about it so interspecies reviewers goddamn oh my goodness see more hentai fucking- matt, <laughs> matt and the chat room have mentioned how like there's there's gatekeeping in every fucking genre basically any kind of fandom there's always like but i mean based on the definition the description you gave what a gatekeeper is like yeah that could be fucking any genre like it's not just anime yeah like comics movies well but, but the thing is that it, whatever it should, on netflix it shouldn't be gay i mean for i think all of us we're not trying to gatekeep at all like if you want to know no. like what we're into or our suggestions like we'll give them to you freely like i'm not going to stop you from like doing any you know reading any sort of if you if you like some genre that i don't we're not going to disparage you for it like yeah, I might not get it, but it's fine. Like, but I'll still suggest to you like what I like, but then give me feedback. You know, like that's why I mm-hmm. like what what Patrick did. Like he was like, you know, it's uh it's kind of at a low right now with with Attack on Titan where he's at. But I'm like, you know, keep with it. But also here's a bunch of other suggestions. So like exactly. of things that you that you might like. Yeah, yeah, and I mean I have heard some like super otaku folks talking about uh such as such is is a normie series or a beginner series or whatever mm-hmm. and I, I get the fact that that could be seen as a fucking rude to someone who, who's who's new I, and i think that you could be an asshole with it but at the same time i think the overwhelming majority are just people who are like hey i've watched this i really fuck with it i love it here's what i would recommend you watch too which is what we are fucking all about on this show yeah I you think know when somebody says that it's like a like so usually on this podcast and we say like a like normies we're saying it jokingly but i think with like these people that are like super otakus and like super nerdy when they talk about uh you know their their normie shows or whatever it's like you're literally doing the thing that you hate yeah like the fact that you are some super nerd and that you are kind of shunned from society and then you want to shun those same people that are trying to get into what you're into from like what you're doing it's like you're the same asshole that that you don't like that that made you get pigeonholed in this whole situation you know what i mean like that's literally what you're doing so definitely yep. be nicer to people that are trying to show an interest in something that that you might like you know so you know it, it in almost any genre you have to start in sort of, in sort of the quote unquote normie state. Like it'd yeah. be like if you're in the like, uh, fuck, I go extreme, I guess. So if you're in a porn, like you're not mm-hmm. gonna start watching porn with like a, uh, you know, what? A horse. Yeah, like some fucking really. I'm trying. I'm trying to think like what's the most fucked up porn that I can think of. I'm just like dead maybe, horse. Dead maybe horse. like maybe like DVDA or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, damn. You're not gonna start with like DVDA. Yeah, like, du- double vaginal, double anal. That's what I'm talking about. You, know, you, you probably shouldn't start there. You're gonna start with something more normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just just like normal fucking. So just kissing. Yeah. So it's like take that extreme example and like apply it to something else. Like if you're gonna talk about comic books, like maybe start with like the Avengers 
and not start with like what is a fucked up uh, Mar Marvel is probably a bad example because most of their shit is fucking normal well actually yeah. just the comics in general um, like maybe uh, say the Avengers but don't start with like the boys you know what I mean yeah. that, that'll be another extreme example or Invincible which mm -hmm. holy shit um, but yeah, I would even I would even go so far as uh, Watchmen as an introductory series. I wouldn't necessarily start with someone with that. That's a little a little bit much, especially if you're new to comics. Yeah, the, the other thing I want to just add though is also <laughs> don't make an assumption. You know, uh, based on someone's ethnicity or even their fucking sex, you'd be surprised what someone could get into like i've seen some folks that did not look like they loved interspecies reviewers loving themselves some interspecies reviewers and on the low being like hey prodigy i really fuck with that you got any other really sadistic yeah. uh hentai stuff <laughs> you know what i mean like seriously you'd be surprised people are into all kinds of stuff um and uh don't don't just make an assumption based on how someone looks oh we have a really good question sorry in the chat and it's actually from clay um hmm. So Clay was talking about uh, curious on what you guys think what makes an anime bad. I've heard people say Baki and Netflix is bad, but I really like it. And he laughs about it. So I think so. The, the problem um, Clay's a little bit younger than us. He's a good dude, good fucking fantastic bartender and a handsome fella. Just saying. Um, the the main reason why older folks don't like Baki there it's the it's the animation style. It's the it's the really strange uh, cell shading that's um, artificial. It's not hand drawn. It's it, it's CGI like uh, it's a CGI style. That's the main reason why most like some people that are older don't like the that style. It's the same thing happened with uh, what was that fucking Ghost in the Shell is the same way. Yeah, Ghost in the Shell, Knights um, of Sidonia, it's the same animation studio. Um, fucking that show that uh, Prodigy likes. Goddamn. Berserk. Berserk. Yeah, they did the same thing. Well, they, they changed the anim animation style from computer generated and when it used to be like hand drawn. So um, that's one of the reasons why people that are older don't like um, Baki. But I had to get over like the animation style of Baki because it's enjoyable, but I have to like ignore the animation style. Mm. Yeah, I, I would completely agree with that. Um, I will say there are some animes that certain people just don't like the genre of like in general i don't like slice of life usually yeah and i usually don't like the uh the sports animes like in general i don't like them so um you don't sometimes you'll just find people who say who shit on them you know what i mean like flat out um i won't completely shit on them i'll try to try some to see you know maybe this one i'll like or whatever but um even for the hand-drawn decent animation uh, there's some subgenres that just people don't don't necessarily fuck with or would say this is bad, uh, which is I, all subjective. I can't think of a, a anime genre that I don't like. I mean, like I've seen some of the sports ones and they're okay, but they're just not for me. But there's no, there's like there's nothing out there. That I'm like, this is garbage. I can't watch this shit. Well, well except I'm, for I uh, think that that sh that shit that uh, Prodigy uh, suggested with the uh, fucking Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah. fucking... oh, dude, I love that oh, shit with shit. the fucking Total Road. I mean, oh my god, <laughs> that shit was fucking great. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the same boat with on that one. This was funny. Uh, I would have that to... one. I don't even know. It was so bad. <laughs> It'll come. It'll I don't have the purple back. hair like you. Yuki. You. Yukio. It'll come back. No, uh, Neo Yokio. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> that show was. Yeah, I didn't like that uh, show at all. Yeah. 
<laughs> I I would have to say, I mean, you you would have to give anime the respect it deserves and treat it like, you know, a TV or a TV show or a movie. It's basically if if the story's bad, if the acting's bad, um, if the story doesn't make sense, um, I guess a lasting or a a problem with certain series is that they have like a little a lot of filler episodes, ones that have nothing to do with the overall mythology that could make a lot of people upset or stop watching totally. Um, but I mean, if you don't like the story or the content, that's probably in your mind or your opinion, that's probably a bad anime. It really depends on what you like. You know, uh, Clay was saying he likes Baki. Regardless of the animation, he probably likes the story, probably likes the fights, and that works for him. And that's that's perfectly fine. Um, maybe he'll like uh, Tenchi Muyo as well. Maybe he won't. No idea. I mean, well, only you only know if you only watch it. Check it out. One other quick thing about anime, and I think it's important to point this out. 95 fucking percent of the time when there is a new fucking series going on, you hear about it through word of mouth. You're not going to see a big giant billboard in Times Square or a whole lot of TV advertising usually. Uh, you don't even see a whole lot of internet advertising usually. Most of the time, it's like at anime cons or word of mouth or or the man hardcore manga readers are just super talking about it and whatnot or someone recommends it to you that is your friend. Most of the time, that's how you hear about a great new series. Well, this is what's weird, to, you know, as far as like us growing up. So when we grew up, we grew up in like this really strange time in history, where if you want to watch anime when we were growing up, you had to fucking buy actual VHS tapes, like yep. buy the tapes. Like the internet was like functional, but not really. Like I couldn't fucking there was no Google, obviously. No. I'd, I'd have to go on Netscape and uh, look up some shit. Or, or was there's a couple other ones too, but. Like yeah, really, yeah, it's like, but, but there was nowhere you can like really find media. For, for me, it's a little different because I was a an IRC uh, pirate, so I can find those things. But for most people, they're just like, what? Like you had to actually get the VHS tapes, mm -hmm. and so for like folks like us, I think we're we're way more willing to like tell you like which shows to watch because we had to go through like this really arduous like process to find mm -hmm. uh, whatever media that we wanted to. But I think today it's like people are so used to getting any sort of media on demand mm -hmm. that they're really taking it for granted. And I think that mm -hmm. um, that might be a detriment to society. Maybe that's where they think about like gatekeepers um, with shit like that. Because people are, are kind of assholes when it comes to like, oh, you're trying to get into like what I'm into. But like, what do you really know? And I fucking can't stand that kind of shit. That kind of thinking of you need to prove yourself to me for me to give you more knowledge <laughs> is so oh fucking God. dumb. And I think that's so probably what they're talking about with gatekeeping. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not like that. Like, if 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 you ask me about any sort of anything, I, I'll I'll just I'll fucking tell you. Like, I don't care. Even when it comes to like shit that in my own like um, career, like industry, like if you want to know about like my industry, like, I'll fucking tell you. Like, I don't care. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So really quick question for Prodigy: Is this what you were referring to, like with fandoms earlier today? I saw that you posted like, if someone was a fan of something. Um, you believe them that they're a fan because they're telling you what you are and you're not going to grill them about it? Was something to that yeah, effect? This, yeah, that's, this is kind of alluding to it. From? Yeah, that, this is what it's stemming from because I saw it kind of just blowing up that, you know, I, I 
on, on one hand, I agree with what Kronos was saying. Don't be an asshole to someone who's new. And on the other hand, don't be a fucking uh, a pretender either. You know what I mean? If you're if you are new, don't don't take the funk and be like, oh, I'm a fucking expert. I've been watching this for 40 years. But really, you've never you've only seen like one or two. But, you know, just be nice to people, you know, and, and also hopefully uh, listen to some recommendations and make some recommendations of your own. Talk to people. That's one of the things why I fucking miss anime and some of these other anime cons like not being able to go with the rona and shit because you would get into conversations with people who would tell you about some shit that you'd never fucking heard of and i would listen and write it down and go back and you know sometimes explore it and fap to it dude one of the crazy <laughs> things about going to like anime expos is that like so like taking pictures of characters with anime you don't know who the fuck a lot of those characters are like if, if they're not like the ones that you you know from what you've seen like you have to ask that person like okay what character are you what character are you because with with like comic-con conventions stuff like that like you see characters that you recognize like right off the bat because you just grew up with that but with anime it's a it's a whole different fucking ballpark like yeah there's so many animes out there that you haven't even heard or seen there's definitely something that's going to be right up your alley yeah, like like for, for example like uh uh um god his name stitch he liked the anime called food war which is all about fucking cooking Yep. Like how the fuck how the fuck you make an anime about cooking look so fucking fun and tasty? Like you get hungry watching that that anime. That's hella funny. Anime titties. That's what helps. So <laughs> uh really quick, I wanna make a slight disclaimer of those of you watching interspecies reviewers. It's not a sadistic anime. Uh it's redo of healer. That's oh, that a sadistic, is sadistic one. That is sadistic. That's Here's very sadistic. Interview yeah. interspecies reviewers is definitely a, a comedy it's it's yeah. like a sexual comedy yeah so it's not there's no no sadism going on i mean True. if they do i think there's like maybe one and it's not it's like it done in a comedic fashion so and it's not even like long so it's not redo healer on the other hand that's super sadistic very sadistic. oh did y'all see it was trending on twitter a couple days ago that uh a character from Fate Apocrypha Astolfo <laughs> was trending. Did y'all see why, why that shit was trending? No, what? I don't know what the fuck. fuck this is talking. like the pink haired one uh, that's like, basically, I'm going to use this word in anime context and it does apply like the trap from <laughs> Fate Apocrypha. Oh, um, that yeah, <laughs> you know who you're talking about. I'm talking yeah. about. People get so mad about I, it. But apparently like, they there's fucking, this they cosplayer. Call, they call it right? a trap in the fucking show. So it's like. They really do. Yeah. They really do. I, I know people got all bent, bent, get bent out of shape about that, but that's what they called it. So fuck y'all. <laughs> um, it was trending like at the like top five trending. I was like, what the fuck? Fate Apocrypha hadn't been on for a minute. It was a pretty <laughs> good anime or whatever. And I was like, this is just kind of a random character from there. All of a sudden, it was this cosplayer showing off his giant fucking dick in the Astolfo costume. Like, what the fuck? Oh shit! <laughs> like, he had, he had this big ass, to? he had this big ass fucking monster, monster <laughs> energy can, and it was just like, my dick is fucking bigger than this. Let me show you. I was like, oh shit! Oh, Damn, this in real life or was it an anime? This was real life. Holy this shit, was a yeah. cosplayer that was just like. I'm going to show you my giant monster dick in my Astolfo uh, fucking cosplay. Here you go. Yeah, you, Blue, you came back to Project Affinity to penises. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, if, you, if you're if you're at the anime, you definitely got to come out. If you're in the Bay Area, you have to go come out to Fanime because, like, you know, the after hours hentai shit's fucking. It's, oh that my shit's god. Ridiculous. god, that's ridiculous. Like, I mean, the first time we went to one, I was like, I don't know if I can sit here and watch like bouncing anime titties with a whole bunch of other people. Like that shit felt very very awkward, but we all had something in common. <laughs> <laughs> We're all That's perverts. <laughs> oh my god! What, you what, you surprised how many females are in there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm actually. I was surprised at like how long the fucking line to get in was. Like the line was curving through part of the goddamn convention hall just to get in to watch freaking hentai. I'm like, are you serious? And it's like an eight-hour block, an eight-hour block of uninterrupted hentai. And it's also. For those who don't know, it sounds it sounds worse than it is in some ways. Like it's interactive. Like they have a fun fucking host who's like stopping and doing commentary and talking to the audience, and the audience is talking back and whatnot. And they they come up on stage with the microphone and do like these moaning contests. It's the funnest fucking shit you could ever imagine. And I guess they don't do it at every single anime con, but Fanime does that hard. Yeah, they go all weekend. It's like eight, literally eight hours of hentai all weekend long. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, all throughout the per night. Day. It's yeah, they, yeah. They're really cool. It's basically a fucking. It's it's a panel with you know porn with hentai. I, I think it's really cool. So uh, hopefully we we can get some panels that are as cool as that. I mean, obviously we've had mm -hmm. some pretty fucking cool panels, especially from the the feedback that we've been given. And I miss seeing. That's one of the things that I missed of all last year is that we didn't yeah. get to go to a single fucking con. Uh, we usually go to a lot. We were like building up. Like we we've done multiple fucking panels. Uh, hopefully when the run is done, I mean. After next month sometime, I think at least two of us on the podcast will be vaccinated. Yep. So, like, fully vaccinated. And hopefully sometime in near to the summer, all of us will be vaccinated. But we need to, we want to get back to, like, doing panels again and, like, seeing all these people. And I want to get back to, uh, I want to go to Cape and Cowell because they, they have a new expanded location. Yeah, um, that I, I want to go see Eton and see his new location and do like another like large panel there and like just talk about. There's so many fucking good comics that came out uh, last year that really kept me not alive, but I mean it just it kept me entertained for last year. You know, like King and Black is now the big thing, and there's gonna be yep. this whole feature state and all this other shit. And um, I want to talk about like a lot of comic stuff, but to me it's like it's terrible because even like with comics, I have to wait a week. Mm -hmm. talk about them because I, for me like for comics I have to let my comics sit for at least two days in my garage and then I can read them <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean so to I be can't safe. Start, yeah to be safe and it's like hopefully you know when I get the, the vaccine which which will be soon um, I'll be able to like keep up with them a little bit better so yeah hell yeah yeah I will say this I do I was reading a little bit of Future State and I've uh, I read some of the Superman one and some of the main kind of Justice League one it's it's new new and feels fresh and um i like the fucking art i'll, I'll say that so far i haven't yeah. read the wonder woman or the flash or the batman yet but so far i'm i'm interested and i love king and black so uh I, I like what's going on with the big two real quick when we talk about future state i will give you one huge fucking critique about uh future state stop stuffing two and three fucking comics into one comic Fucking stop. Good point. All right, listen. If I'm buying a Batman comic, I'm buying a fucking Batman comic. I don't give a shit about the Red Hood. I don't give a shit about fucking whoever else. If you want me to buy the comics, I'll buy them separately. But stop stuffing them into the comic and then then charge me extra for that fucking comic. Like, seriously, there's yeah. some of the comics that I bought 
that are like you know five to seven dollars and it's just like i mean listen it, the, the monetary value isn't a huge deal but it's the fact that um you're forcing me to buy this content that i don't really fucking want you know what i mean yeah. like I'll, I'll buy it if i want to buy you know the red hood shit or somebody somebody else's comic then i'll buy it but why are you stuffing like half the comic is literally hold on let me see if i can yeah here we go wonder woman right here okay so i'm looking up like yep. superman and wonder woman all right and on the fucking uh this is the number one of superman and wonder woman for future state uh, yeah. uh pull it closer to your face so we can see it. there we go but at the very yeah. bottom it says the sorry the new man of steel teams up with the new amazon warrior actually this might be a bad example because i don't think this one has the double one but let me just let me look real quick because like a lot of them are like this and it's just like they they're stuffing in like all this shit in the back end and i'm like what the fuck and it's full issues basically in the back end yeah yeah this is one um is it shit this isn't one okay this is not one of them (laughs) But there's like a bunch of them that are that are like this. Let me find one that fucking actually is. Somebody fucking fill in real quick. Yeah, it's all good. I, yeah, I, I noticed the same thing when I was literally reading Superman before the cast, and it was a good issue. I was like, man, this feels like a double, like you know, or like maybe one of their annuals because it looks much bigger, you know, and thicker, is. and obviously it was a little bit more expensive. Here we go. This is and probably then, like, this is probably yeah, one no, of the more egregious ones. Okay, so I'll open it up because um, I haven't put my shit away yet. But this is, um, it's Future State Superman Worlds of War, which was, mm-hmm. which was good, you know, like reading it. But at the very bottom, it says, oh, look, Clark Kent and Midnighter and Black Racer and Mr. Miracle. So when you're reading the comic, this is a fucking thick ass comic. And this one was, uh, $8. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you buy as many comics as I do, this shit fucking adds up. Like it really does. <laughs> like it, it adds up a lot. So let me see when the end of... Jesus Christ, okay, this is even before, even before the halfway, it's on a separate comic already. Okay, so, the many deaths of super, okay, so this is the, the end of the comic is right here, alright, and this is how much is left in the comic. See. It's, it's more than Damn. half of the comic. It's three comics in one. Why are we doing this? Like, fucking and they're not seriously. related. That's yeah. the other thing that gets me. Yeah. Like, That's weird. It's not like a continuation of a larger story. It's like a separate comic. Totally separate. And so, like, what I've been doing now, I'm That's just like, true. listen, I'm just going to read just the actual comic. And if it's, like, something I'm not interested in, uh, I'm just not going to fucking read the rest. Like, yeah. seriously. Because I, I don't... I'm not subscribed to them. I've never subscribed to these comics. Um, so, I'm, I'm not reading the rest. Like... It's a turnoff. I agree. That, that, that's a turnoff for DC, and they need to... They need to rectify that. Now, I'm used to a page or two sometimes. Yeah, that's fine. Of, you know, like here's a here's a sneak preview of Lois Lane and Jimmy Jimmy Olsen that you're probably not going to buy, but here's a page or two to tease it out. But not a whole fucking comic at the back end. Fuck yeah, me. especially when or it's like, when it's they literally, like... well, it's taking up more than half of the comic that I bought. More than half. Yeah. Like, I, I like, like, with the, I'm thinking, I'm kind of rewinding it back a little bit, but with, like, the Robin Wars, how, like, you know, you'd be reading through the comic, and it'll be like, oh, if you want to see what happened, like, there'll be, like, a little side story that you can pick up and read if you want to see what happened in this one scenario. Like, I think that, that's cool, but having content that's not even related to, like, what the cover is about, like, what's the fuck's the point? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's disappointing, and don't get me wrong, I mean, they, they have, this is another small, a smaller critique. Is that they're having? Uh, there's fucking three. There's three Wonder Womans right now. Three, yeah. fucking three. We got a black one. We got a fucking uh, Brazilian one. Black. And then we got the Wonder yep. Woman, the the normal one. 
You know, and it's just like, can you not name them something different? Like, what the fuck? Like, you can't have them all the same fucking name. Like, it's it, almost kind of like what uh, Marvel was doing with like the Incredible Hulk. It's like we had what, yeah. and Hawkeye, four of them or so. Yeah, just because Mar- Marvel had two Hawkeyes, they had Kate and Clint at the same time, and they both called them Hawkeye. Well, and, and, and here's the, the terrible part: is that the three Wonder Womans, they're all unique, and they're all they're all yep. interesting. I want to read more about them, but stop calling them all Wonder Woman, like for yeah. real. Like I'm interested in Yara, Yara, the Brazilian one. I'm interested in the I forget the the African one's name because um, I've I've only read one of them so far, so I'm not used to her name thus far. But she was interested as well because they all have different um, mythological backgrounds. Yep. And I think they need to focus on that and like just changing their name. It's it's the same issue that I had that I think Odin just brought Odin just brought up. Is that they have multiple and, and and blue that they have multiple people with the same fucking name and it gets very confusing um, as a reader and especially listen, I'm a comic fan and if you're confusing me as a comic fan, the new the new readers they are not gonna fucking get it. If you're gonna tell a normal fan to walk in and ask for a hey, can I get the next uh, Wonder Woman comic, and then you pick it up but it's it's Yara instead of Diana, like it's totally different fucking story totally different character yeah. so let's not fuck this up change the names or for me what always gets me i'm i love barry allen flash i'm not as into kid flash uh, or wally west rather but there's definitely a black wally and there's definitely a red-headed ginger wally and they're both called wally west you know yeah. and I, whatever for whatever reason that drives me a little nuts hmm yeah, but, yeah it, that shit gets confusing. Like even with the in the TV series Flash, Wally West. Oh no, uh, what's it? What's no, the Flash name? Black, it was Black Wally. Yeah, okay, but they yeah. call him Wally West, but they yeah, still so. call him Kid Flash. They call him Kid Flash, even though he wants to be called the Flash. So, mm. but see, what, where, how do you feel with the whole like Miles Morales Spider Man? Because I noticed that they refer to him as Mouse Spider Man versus just call him Spider Man. Yeah, I think he has a title that I think his comic or some of his comics were just called Spider-Man. Mm. And then maybe underneath it was it was just Miles Morales or he or Miles is on the cover. I can't remember. The way I saw it is that um, Peter Parker is Spider-Man and Miles Morales is um, the amazing spider or spectacular Spider-Man, something like that. They've done or, it oh, a no, lot of ulti- ways. He's ultimate Spider-Man. My fault. There it is. So when he did Miles that for, is the ultimate no, Spider-Man. I, I, I can end it for you guys. It's Miles Morales Spider-Man. So here is okay. uh, one of the latest ones. It says Miles Morales Spider-Man on there. There you go. Okay. There you go. But that, yeah, that, like like Nubia. Works. Sorry, uh, Cakeman actually talked about it. Uh, Nubia is the the Black Wonder Woman. But the, oh, the, okay, the, yeah, the yeah. but the she's comic been, she's been around for a minute. Yeah, but the comic yeah, is she's but the comic is oh, not called ahead, Nubia. Man. It's called Wonder Woman. And yeah. they have also the other Yara Wonder Woman who's Brazilian. And it's just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, you see how confusing this is? Like, uh, I think this one right here, where it says Superman and Wonder Woman, like, this, that's Diana, I'm pretty sure, on here. Oh, mm-hmm. oh I'm sorry. Well, I think that's... That looks like yeah, Yara. Maybe, maybe off the Yara. Or maybe not. Yeah, I, I think it's Diana. But there's another okay. one where it's like, we you know, Wonder Woman is, and it's, you know, and it's Yara, and it's like, what the fuck? What are we doing here? <laughs> Comics be confusing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good. 
I was gonna say even Green Lantern. At least with Green Lantern, they do the Green Lantern core, and then they do Hal Jordan Green Lantern. Yeah. And then I think there's Green Lantern, or Lanterns, because when I was reading, uh, back in uh, Rebirth, the with the S it was um, Baz and Jessica. And then Hal Jordan had his own, and then there's a the Green Lantern yeah. core. Yeah, because it was so, oh, Green Lantern. They did some fucking real shady shit. They did Green Lantern, and then Green Lanterns. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how fucking dare you? Let's <laughs> like, call it Jessica and Boz. What the fuck? Yeah, that, that they they did a lot of weird stuff with Green Lantern, and they're, they're obviously trying to promote uh, Jessica Cruz. It seems like Simon Baz like fell the fuck off. I don't know where where is he? Is he alive? In no the idea. DC world, I don't know. Cause no he, idea. Uh, he was kind of interesting to me at first, and now they have uh, so Sojourner, uh, so uh, or they call her Joe or whatever, yeah. who's um, uh, black female Green Lantern with different power set, and she's really interesting. I love her uh, her kind of mini series that had uh, twelve issues or something like that. But uh, there's a lot of fucking Green Lanterns. Well, now, but yeah, uh, the the weird thing is they kind of like, um. I don't want to say retcon, but they kind of altered the fact that um, she was like the first human Green Lantern before Hal Jordan, and she got who, who sent she? to uh, Sojourner. Sojourner. Okay. So uh, she was before Hal Jordan, and then got sent to basically a very far sector, par- uh, pun intended, um, and was almost never heard from in a long time, but dealing with this uh you know political murder mystery out in the middle of the far reaches of space um it's been i've been waiting for the trade because i'm trying to buy it but apparently it's still it's either sold out or not out yet depending on who i talk to i don't think so, it's out yet the trade because it just um i think it just it just finished. finished yeah yeah so i will like, say this she got cakes like some some of those drawings, I'm like, oh, that's a whole lot of fucking ass on her, and she'd be fucking and sucking. Well, like, let's let's be honest. Most comics, they draw their females with cakes almost every time. Like, who do yeah. you who can you say in the comic world don't got no cakes? Most do have some. I'm saying there's like some like icing on that thing. <laughs> some of them. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll, I'll actually have to show you in yeah. some of the issues i was like yeah Whoa. I'm trying to, i've been trying to buy the trade for months and they're like well i keep hearing oh we they got one more issue or they got two more issues or i got three more issues or uh the trade's coming i'm like well what the fuck shout shout out to i think it's a black female uh, sci-fi writer nk jemison and i haven't read her books but she did a knockdown, drag out awesome job with far sector it's one of the few books where all comics that i'll read it to my uh my daughter and she's like fucking glued to the comic she's just like i love this shit this is the greatest thing ever well so, i know that the inspiration is uh janelle janelle monet yeah yeah you can i see mean it. yeah i'm uh she looks like her <laughs> just with glasses but and cakes she's uh, <laughs> got some, some booty on that girl god dang so uh i'm i'm super excited to read that um and staying on comics a little bit, uh, so apparently, issue number two of the Last Ronin will be out. I think next week or something. Yeah. And the first comic, the first issue was out back in like, and it was late because it was supposed to be out in August of 2020. Didn't come out till like November of 2020, something like that. And then now issue two is dropping because this is a very, very, very limited 
series. You're looking at six issues. Golden Eggplant Award-winning Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last Last running with one issue. That it's well worth it. I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna be there uh, getting it probably this weekend because it's already in my poll. That that shit is gonna be fire because the first issue I'm gonna have to read it again, man. That shit that shit had me. I was like, oh, I need this adapted into like an anime uh, series or a fucking movie or something. This is gonna be it. Yeah, uh, it's going to be hard to get. I mean, this is going to be people. It's going to be like Cabbage Patch Kids all over again. People fighting and clawing at each other trying to get to an issue. They're going to be limited because when I went to I went to Treasure Island to their new spot and they're limiting what you can buy. They're like one issue per person, you know, per visit or something or sometimes sometimes like it's on it's on next to the register as a sign one issue per customer like per day or god damn like i'm like Cronus, we're, t- we're talking about ninja turtles uh uh last, last runner, runner. number two is dro- about to drop oh i already got it oh uh, was yeah. it oh was it today did it yeah. drop yeah okay <laughs> I, I, I haven't read I'm a week it yet. off okay i have to wait two days yeah. but yeah i i have it i just haven't read it okay yet. Yeah, well, I was talking about like the issues like some of the comic shops were dealing with um, high profile comics like uh, the High Republic was one of them. Last Ronin's another. I think there was a couple other ones where they tell you they list the name of the comic and it's like one issue per customer per day type thing. I was like, what the hell? Like, can I, damn. Can, can, I, can I tell you how I fucked up recently? What happened? Oh, shit. 100% honestly. So my comic shop, shout out to Chris from the comic shop. He's a great dude. You know, I've been shopping at the comic shop for a long time. And they usually, they'll, they'll put in comics that they think I like, um, you know, every now and again. Actually, a lot, because they, they know what I like at the comic shop. And so one day, like, you know, I picked up my 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 pull, and I was like, oh, there's this new comic. I I was like, I didn't order this, and it was Star Wars The High Republic. Oh, <laughs> and it, and it was, I think it was number one. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. reading this. And then they were just like, oh, okay, cool, sorry, you know, blah, 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 blah. And apparently it was worth a bunch of money and I should have read it. Because I, I had no idea <laughs> that, uh, that that was that. So, yeah, I fucked up on that one. And I think it was the same thing with, like, number two. And I was like, yeah, I'm not reading this. And, yeah, I should have I should have picked it up. But at the same time, they, they, they've done it other times for, like, other comics that are actually worth money. And it was just yeah. like... Yeah, we think we, we we think you'd like this one. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. But for some reason, for that one Star Wars one, I was just like, nah, like, because <laughs> well, there was, to be honest with you, there was like a bunch of like really shit uh, Star Wars comics for like a while. Like, I, I've been reading Darth Vader and like all the variants for Darth Vader. Those were really good, yeah. but there were some other ones where it was just like the Alderaan shit and like some other ones. Were just like, fuck all this fucking. It wasn't really well written. But apparently yeah. the High Republic was 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 well done. So I, I yeah, that. well, That's uh, what I'm, I'm liking High Republic so far, and then the Star Wars Adventure one has a very it has a more darker start than I thought because it's supposed to be a kids comic, I guess. But the, it's basically the kids are the heroes, but they're dealing with basically almost genocide in the first Fucking issue. Kids. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell? Um, really quick, I wanted to change. Uh, Subjects real quick. Uh, did y'all see that they're doing a Gremlins prequel? Live action? Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. If, I don't think it's live action because it looks CGI. Because I've seen one screen, one screenshot, and it looks like a DreamWorks production. 
I've vaguely heard um, about it, but I've been trying to get K-Mac to, like, re-watch Gremlins for, like, the longest time. Because <laughs> she was like, oh, it's so scary when I was a kid. I was like, listen, the first Gremlins was kind of scary when you were a kid. The second Gremlins was fucking hilarious. But she hilarious. won't watch it. She will not watch the second Gremlins. I'm like, it is one of the funniest movies from the fucking 80s. Maybe it was in the 90s, but it, yeah, it, it was hilarious. Yeah, uh, so it has some interesting stars because Ming-Na Wen has been cast. B.D. Wong has been cast, and the legendary uh, James Wong has been cast, and I guess they added someone else currently this week. I, I forget the name, but it looks like this could be an animated... It's a TV series, not oh. a film. Okay. Okay. Wait, what are you guys talking about? Sorry, I just walked in. Uh, the oh, Gremlins, like, prequel. Prequel? What yeah, the they're hell? doing, like, a prequel TV series. Oh, I guess it makes sense. Give it a try. I, I was like, that's a lot of Asian names, but I was thinking that, the like, the Mogwai was, like, found in some Asian country, right? So He was like, in China, so yeah, this yeah. is where it... I guess this would be his adventures in China. Okay. Possibly where he was found. Uh, there's not a it. whole lot of details. I was looking this up yesterday, but I was like, whoa. And then there's people... Someone on Twitter was pleading with uh, B.D. Wong not to be in this project because it was too terrifying when they were a kid. <laughs> it was probably yeah. K-Mac. I'm just uh, saying. Could have been her. <laughs> so That's fun. I, I'm super... I mean, I love Ming-Na Wen. I love B.D. Wong. I'm actually super excited. I'm a little hesitant if it's animated, but I'm probably still going to watch it because I watched the Jurassic Park animated show. So, my kids love... <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but my kids fucking go hard for that jurassic park animated one like that, they they love that more than anything they stopped watching kipo even though we were on the final <laughs> four or five episodes and i was like hey we're not going to finish this off they're like fuck you dad we're no, watching jurassic me. park yeah i mean it's all right what i mean f- it's not too bad i mean it does have like uh it is part of netflix's what the um, fuck is blue doing? black voices i don't know what blue's doing. i thought he was going to share a screen um, no, it is was... part of their black voices because the lead character is the young, uh, a young black uh, teenager. Yeah. So he's like the leader of the group. So I mean, it's interesting. Uh, no, he's Blackboard nerdy. If you watch team. the show, you know he doesn't. He doesn't do backflips off buildings and shit <laughs> like that. Uh, he just runs around and he does like uh, he's like a super dinosaur buff. And so like the all this. All the hot chicks are looking to him for answers, but they're not willing to sit on his face. So, what was going on? With it you is what it is. No, I just noticed that my my camera was mirrored, and so I had to I had to flip it over so it's more it's not it's correct now. God, well, okay. it's weird because like the feed like the feed I see it's not mirrored, but when I look at YouTube it's mirrored, which is really weird. Uh, yeah, it's it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> So right now for me it's mirror, but now on YouTube it's it's correct. Did y'all see the Cruella? Uh, I think Emma Stone had a trailer for Cruella, the one hundred and one Dalmatians villain. I saw a picture. Mm-hmm. This one? She looked pretty good as Cruella, to be honest. Like I was surprised. I saw I saw the thumbnail. I didn't get a chance to watch yeah, uh, see watch the, the thing, but it looked like it looked like she was about to drop a goddamn album. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's this Cruella girl? She about to. She was all. Sounds fuck, like this is gonna be fire. Fuck them puppies. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> some, folks, some, folks, some folks online were like comparing it to Harley Quinn. I was like, oh boy, I, you know. But it didn't, it didn't look. It looked obviously she's wearing makeup and she has like the black and white hair or whatever. But um, 
I mean, I don't know why she fucking, you know, loves puppies, like, from when she was a younger woman. You know, we always see her older, so maybe there's some good backstory here. I don't fucking know. Did you, you see it old, did you? I did. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, Disney did this shit with uh, Maleficent. They had a origin oh, yeah. story from Maleficent with two films with great. Angelina Jolie. So uh, they're doing it again with Cruella DeVille. I mean... It literally shows her in England. Um, she starts with her red hair, and at one point, um, she gets uh, white and black hair, and it looks like she has some kind of magic or some shit because there's a scene where she makes her robe like burn up on her body. I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, "What the hell? Does she know magic now?" Maybe what, she's what got she's got this? white girl magic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, there we go. That future. Yes. We're gonna see. Yeah, uh, so, it looks interesting. There's there's some black woman listening to this. They're gonna get so mad at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Calm the fuck down. It's all good. Uh, do we have any bees and bees? I uh, hold on. Let me so. let me search the the twitters. Sometimes they're on the twitters. You do that searching. Uh, if, if you're in the, ch- some in the chat, yeah. Too. If you're in the chat, uh, once this catches up, please uh, tell us your ask me in the BTI. Good shit. Shit. We, I mean, there's, some, I know we're probably getting close to wrapping up, but we didn't get a chance to talk on about some Attack on Titan. What about, you guys talk about WandaVision yet? No, oh. we've been missing that too. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, I know y'all into it. Go ahead. Well, we're two episodes behind, so there's Attack a lot on of Titan third. WandaVision. Mm. Uh, well, I didn't did get a chance everyone... to watch the most recent Attack, so we, we, we could save that. Other than the fact that I love the scene with, um, uh, oh boy, what's it, <laughs> black dude. The, yeah. girl, the one black character I've ever seen on Attack on Titan gets asked, "Why the fuck are you black?" <laughs> <laughs> I fucking died. <laughs> I mean, I, oh this, this is one of the things that this is not going to translate to America very well. But listen, if you're if you're in an Asian country, like we ain't really out there a lot, so yeah, I would no, not take offense. Sense. Like when I was in Asia, I never felt weird. Or awkward when like somebody looked at me weird because I didn't assume it was racism. It's just because you didn't see me a lot. You know what I mean? Like people that look <laughs> like me, so I like I I get it. You know, but uh, yeah, like I I'll give him a little bit of a little bit of leeway. Yeah. Did he give a great answer? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Get, I didn't get a, like a a truly bad vibe from it. I just thought it was so fucking funny because it's such a serious show when they're doing like interrogations and shit, yeah. and it's like military and war and all this. It's like. Motherfucker, why are you black? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because like um, the the one girl with the red scarf isn't she like the last Japanese person? Misaka. Yeah, she's like the last Japanese person. I guess homeboy's last brother. <laughs> well, so, so she's not the last Japanese person. Um, nah. th- if you watch the latest episode, you'll understand a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, because on the on, on Paradise Island, she she was like it was her and her mom and they were like yeah. the last one but then her mom was killed they were saying that she was the last Japanese person yeah so she's the last one I was like one... what is everybody else then yeah she's definitely the last one on paradise so mm. but she's not the last one on earth or wherever the fuck they are but yeah um, it's it's been the last episode actually wasn't fantastic to be honest with you but I'll, I'll let it catch up so. Yeah, marinate, you know. Yeah, I'm still I'm a couple episodes behind. Like I just got to the part where the where the kids come to the island with their Titan powers. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a few episodes behind, but uh, okay. it's 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 crazy backstory so far. Yeah, I mean, 
we still got episodes to go too. This just not going to end for at least another month and a half. So, mm-hmm. or I longer. See Levi going full on Levi. That's what I. Oh, uh, so one thing I noticed that Levi is fucking hella short compared to all the kids. All oh, yeah. the kids oh, yeah. tower over his ass. I was I'm, like, what the fuck? But honestly, though, uh, that probably gives him an advantage with mm-hmm. Titans. Uh, maybe. So no, not even maybe. Lightweight. Like definitely gives him an advantage against Titans because he's smaller. Mm-hmm. He's hard fast as fuck. Yeah, ballsy ass Levi doing his shit. What was crazy? The episode I saw. Um, uh, what's the guy's name? The the guy who's the the Iron Titan, or uh, this motherfucker was having like like nightmares and shit of Levi fucking his ass up, like he was waking up in a cold sweat screaming. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they went in yeah. I can't remember. Was it not Archer? Was an Archer? Are you talking about Zeke? The the Beast Titan. No, no, not the Beast Titan, the the, the Armor Titan. Reiner. Isn't that Reiner? He, Reiner. Yeah, Reiner. He, Reiner, yeah, he's back on the the main uh, the mainland, and, like, he's telling stories about, like, his, his adventure on the island and shit like that, and he was, and he, there's, like, one scene where he wakes up in a fucking cold sweat, and he had dreamt about uh, Levi climbing up his fucking arm, and I was like, holy shit. Oh, well, yeah, there was, there was part when, like, the, uh, the Jaw Titan realized that he ain't shit against humans. <laughs> it was like, why aren't they afraid of me? And he's like, oh shit, they're coming to kill me. And he was fucking, he couldn't even move. He was so scared. Because he yeah. saw all these people. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. They're just going to co- come and kill him. So I, I'm, I'm looking basically. forward to like the, the later episodes. when Because we, we know that there's surviving titans on that are Marleans. And I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing when Eren utilizes his, his founding titan powers. And the fucking badass Warhammer titan powers. Because... The Warhammer, yeah. that shit seems so OP. Like, seriously. Like, super OP. Yeah, defensively and offensively. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hell yeah. All right, did we find a B than B? Or, or were they not? Or in the chat? Nobody asked. All right. So, yeah, uh, uh, if y'all want to do your Wanda, go ahead. No, it's not. If you haven't watched it, I don't, I don't want to spoil it. It's It's fine for now. <laughs> yeah, we can wait. We can wait till next week because the yeah. next this Friday episode is going to be like an hour long, and I guess the next couple of episodes are going to be a couple of hours long. Possibly. All right, then, All right, then let's wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, hold on. Let me, let me oh. give some. Uh, even though I can't talk about it a lot, I, can't, oh, well, I, I basically can't say shit about it. But I will just give. <laughs> um, I will give some hype. Okay, Invincible okay. on Amazon. Uh, is as good or better than the boys. God dang. Um, and this is an animated show, correct? It's an animated show. And I, I can't give any sort of details on the show because uh, there's an embargo until the 16th of March. Okay. So, yeah. It, co- and it comes out, at, like I think, on like March 26th or 29th or something like that. So I can't give okay. any sort of details because I, you know, I, I like to keep our relationship with Amazon good. Um, but it is, uh, so far I've been very impressed with the show. No details, no spoilers. Um, I think that anybody that listens to this podcast will be very impressed with the show. Um, huh? you're going to be very surprised about the show. Cause I was, if you watch, you need to watch the entire first episode. Don't watch like 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Watch the whole episode of episode number one. If you don't, you're missing a lot of shit. So, that's all I can really say. It's fucking can, great. Can you say how many you have? Pre- no, I cannot. Okay, all right. I cannot. All right. Sorry, all I've right. watched enough. I've watched enough to know 
that it's fucking awesome and i've enjoyed what i've watched so far so uh that's yeah good. i was i was immediately i was hooked after the end of the first episode that's that the only tip that i will i will give is that you need to watch the entire episode to, to get yeah, it yeah but i can't wait yeah, yeah the, the, it, it, the buzz is the buzz is already real online and um yeah, on, on 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 march 16th i think that you're going to see a whole lot more buzz <laughs> so, oh, when they come out? Yeah, it's. I think it's the 26th of March is when it releases. Let me fact check me, please. I'm pretty sure it's 26th of March. Oh, that's maybe, maybe the on 29th. Amazon. Yeah, um, but it. I was super surprised about it, and it's. It. You know what's kind of cool? What I realized that I missed is that they have. It's sort of like the old uh, DC animated universe animation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and and I can't say why that animation style is cool until the 16th because that, that'll. <laughs> that, okay, that'll man, you you are doing some good job teasing, but you are dancing on your words for yeah, good reason. I yeah, love yeah, it. I was thinking about it. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, look, well, don't we, we're not going to get Kronos in trouble, um, but uh, that's a good teaser. That's a good ass teaser. I'm excited. I mean, just when he when he reviewed the boys before he came out, like. Like he literally said, the first six minutes of the boys is gonna have you fucking hooked. And I, I watched the first six minutes. I was like, okay, this show needs yeah. to come out right the fuck now. Yeah, this oh, one. Yeah, yeah, this we saw that shit at Comic Con. That yeah. shit was crazy. And this is almost reversed. It's the, the first six minutes is not probably not gonna hook you. It's mm. the last six minutes that's gonna fucking hook you. So it comes out on, on March twenty sixth. So I think on the sixteenth is when I can talk more about it so look look forward to that but yeah what is it called again uh invincible, invincible. And, it, and it has like the voice actors steven yoon's in it jk simmons is in it there's a it, it's got a really good uh cast of voices um the animation style is really good the content is really good and the shit i, I can't really talk more about it but yeah on the 16th i'll, I'll talk more about it hell yeah all right guys gonna, let's wrap it up one quick thing right. like um uh, i'm not sure anybody mentioned this but like um uh, God, what's the girl's name? The girl who's gonna be playing um, Cruella Deville. She's actually not the first person player in live action. It was actually Glenn Close. I forgot about that yeah, movie. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like the original live action Dalmatian movie. But yeah, but this is like a younger version of her. I think. Yeah, right? this is her backstory. I, I like Emma Stone. She, she's a sexy little thing. Oh yeah. Holy um, shit! I'm sorry. I'm looking at the fucking cast list for Invincible, and oh my god, this is a who's who. There's a lot of folks in this. Oh shit! You oh, know, I remember the trailer. You know, it's crazy. So, like, bloody disgusting. Already, sort of uh, hinted at some of this already. Dude, I'm fucking hyped. All right. All right so, I'm, uh, I'm, well, I'm, so since bloody disgusting posted this, and I don't. Who is that? I'm not gonna get in trouble because the, it, bloody disgusting is a it's a website. So, okay. on, on January 22nd, they they posted this. All right. So it is extremely violent. So I didn't want to like give that up, but since other news out news outlets have said it, um, it's extremely violent. So uh, don't watch it with the kids at all. Like the, <laughs> you might watch like the first like seventy five percent of the episode of the first one. You're like, oh, this is like so wholesome. The last bit is uh, extreme violence, like the boys level of violence. So. I don't want people to like sit down there and watch it with your kids. So definitely don't watch it with your kids because I'm watching like a, a frame of like one of the shit that I one of the things that I saw here. I, can I put it on the screen? Yeah, I can because it's on it's on the internet. Um, 
that's a part that's like a small portion of the extreme violence of uh what's on invincible and i can't wait it's uh it's pretty insane so yeah definitely enjoy it when it comes out Hell dude yeah. look at this cast list you got sander O, oh, seth rogan zazzy beach mark hamill yeah uh, oh, Zazzy? Oh, yeah Domino? michael dorn zachary quinto who i haven't seen in forever Clancy Brown, there's a it like goes on and on. Lauren Cohan, so, so they're reunited in this. That's awesome. As for Miller's in this too. God, oh, is it really? Now, now my now my oh. dick is soft. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up, guys. Uh, Blue, what you got popping this week? Um, just counting down the days until Baby Blue comes. Um, trying to be as prepared as we we can. Trying to get stuff situated. Uh, what else is there to do? Uh, get, get the house ready. I got got to do more yard work. I think last weekend it rained, so I wasn't able to do anything. But I got to work on the front yard. Um, yeah, then that. Oh, I I flew by drone for the first time in like fucking two years. Like flying a drone, it's just so fucking complicated with like the rules and regulations and stuff like that. But I took it out. I was like, I need to fly it, and I I try to see if I because. Cronus lived pretty close to me. I was like, oh, I wonder if I could fly to his house from here. But I, I was only able to get like maybe 400 feet from my house. And Cronus is about a mile. Like there's an actual app I was able to use to, to measure the distance from my house to his house. And he's like um, 1.2 miles away from me. Like if you go in a straight line. Yeah, as a, uh, as a crow flies. Yeah, my drone was only, my drone was only to go one third of that. Of that so I, I wasn't going to make it. But uh, yeah, other than that, just, just chilling, catching up on some stuff, cleaning. Getting, once again, getting ready for the baby to come and, uh, you know, watching my wife get a little bigger and bigger every day. <laughs> Congrats again, man. And she's feeling all right. Yeah, she's feeling good. She's chill. She's taking her maternity leave on Friday, so she's going to be off for a while, but she's super excited about because she's, she's done with work. Congratulations, man. Old Ninja, what you got? So, I got a freaking take care of some legal stuff i mean nothing that i did but i got selected for jury duty so i gotta like report in person or something stupid the fuck oh they know it's a yeah. pandemic <laughs> yeah so uh i'm just gonna tell them that i support rush limbaugh and they'll probably <laughs> <laughs> they'll probably put you on the fucking thing uh may i put hopefully they don't put me on the jury but um yeah i gotta figure out this jury thing so i gotta drive to you know courthouse sometime tomorrow and see what happens so i'm gonna see hopefully i'm not part of the 12. i don't know how big the poll is but i need to be there and whatnot so we'll see what's up with that um i've been watching warrior it's freaking excellent show. show i'm on the second season now um i'm almost halfway through nice um i actually got back because uh in like about a month we're about to get the uh mass effect uh legendary edition so i actually put in mass effect 3 and uh the multiplayer servers are still up so i was you know playing some matches with folks uh got all my stats and and equipment all back and just playing it it's weird because the game came out in 2012 but yet the multiplayer feels better than the Andromeda multiplayer. So wow, it's because Andromeda yeah, is fucking trash. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's super disappointing. I'm like, there's a lot of things they could have done with the Andromeda multiplayer. It doesn't feel as complete. Like even though 
Mass Effect 3's um, controls are a, a little on the sluggish side, just a little. Compared to Andromeda, Andromeda is like molasses. Mass Effect 3 is still challenging. It's still fun. Um, there's a lot more stuff that you can do, I feel like, in that multiplayer than the Andromeda one. So it's just kind of sad. But there's still enough people playing. So it's been interesting. Um, I've been helping your friend out in Destiny 2 in, in their new season. So I'll, I'm probably going to do a little bit of that. And um, I guess some people are trying to do some Call of Duty and some raiding this weekend. We will see who's going to be down, who's going to survive, and all that stuff. So that's it. Good shit. Kronos, what you got? Uh, I don't know. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking Groundhog's Day, man. I mean, seriously, every goddamn day is like it's basically the same as last. Listen, I'll, I'll, I will leave my time with uh, the folks that are living in the South that are impacted by this terrible cold snap, uh, mostly Texas, because that's what I've seen in the news, mostly and from my friends. Give me, you know, my friends in Texas that have lost their power and their water. I'm sorry this happened to you. I hope you survive. I hope you stay warm uh, through these troublesome times. And I hope that uh, your local government learns from this. Just like the same way that I hope that, you know, our California local government learns from um, PG&E and, and, and their failures. And, and like, really, PG&E is like our local um, energy company. Mm-hmm. It's a monopoly. So... Um, you have the same issue in uh, in Texas, so yeah. I hope you all stay safe and fucking let's let's learn from these mistakes and, and move forward for you know for humanity's sake. So that's all I got. Well, Just some hope, and also fuck Rush, Rush Limbaugh. Just saying. <laughs> well said. Um, for uh, for me, yeah, hearts goes out to fucking Texas. I want everybody to be healthy and and, and survive. Um, God damn it. it, it's it's actually really tense and like heartbreaking seeing some of that stuff. Uh, obviously, prosecute and charge everybody who's attacking elderly Asian people. Yeah. Um, and then on the uh, the weeb side, um, I'm going to be. Uh, I need to catch up. I'm a few episodes behind on uh, the sadistic redo of Healer. And uh, I'm at the very end of Dress Rosa on One Piece, still working my way through that. I do want to get down on some Star Wars Squadron and um, Rainbow Six Siege, maybe with uh, Stitch, and then even some, um, uh, uh, what's it called, Call of Duty. I did pick up uh, Cold War. It should be here like a Friday or Saturday. Um, So we'll see about that. And then... Hopefully my 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 guardian angel on Twitter, my boy Ivy, comes through, and maybe I'll be in the year three thousand with magical uh, Japanese bidets and maybe even one of those <laughs> fancy Sony machines uh, coming soon. Hopefully, that's all I got. Old Ninja, take us out. All right, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Infinity. Me. Thank, <laughs> thank his podcast on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everywhere with Beats and BTI. That's B-T-H-A-N-B-T-I. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Play FM, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio Republic. uh, On Amazon, we have an app on there. Download it and let you know when we go live. You can watch us live on there. Check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash Beats and BTI. And then also we're on Discord. 
Go on there, see some exclusive stuff, be a part of the discussion. And always, as usual, every Wednesday, 8.30 Pacific Time, we go live for your weekly diapers. Stalfo's dick was literally bigger than that monster can. That was disturbing. Like, I, I wasn't expecting that on Twitter. <laughs> Don't lie, you were excited. You fat. You fat. Hard. <laughs>